Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality. No, thank God for that. Spirituality, (laughs) news, and how Travis Pinkston looks like Cousin Eddie. (laughs) My name is Matt Polly. With me are Brad Polly, (laughs) fake Michael, yo, and together we're the Inglorious Pastors. Michael is on assignment in Florida, uh, auditioning for Florida Man Roll. He doesn't just look like Cousin Eddie. He is. He has the same mannerisms as Cousin Eddie. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, he's Cousin Eddie. Yeah. At at any point during the wedding, I expected him to look over and just say, shitter's full. Or, really nice. Really really nice. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Malkovich is here. Love you, T-Pinks. Sitting in for uh, me, who's sitting in for Michael. Is that how we're doing that? Thank God. It is now. Okay. Yeah, so... How you doing, guys? Uh, hmm. yeah, all right. I'm all right. Yeah, yeah, all right, good. All right, well, let's go into whatever else is next. What let's is it? Hey, hey, what are you drinking? Hey, hey, I've been thinking that if we're going to get through this, we're going to need some fluid. So, hey, hey, what are you drinking now? What are we drinking? Uh... I think this is from Keegan, right? Yes, from the great, uh, we've got just uh, great just white a north mountain of alcohol <laughs> left over from the uh, wedding festivities. Yeah, I've got a cooler full of Corona. If anyone wants to come, Ooh, and drink, oh, drink hard, hardest of passes, skunked piss because God. that's yeah, yeah. That it's I've rejected that at a free uh, like an open yeah. bar at a wedding yeah. before. I just couldn't. Oh, I, I would drink water. I might, I, yeah, I might take a couple bottles to try it. to catch snails. That's a good idea. Because I've got snails all over my yard. They're, they kill my trees. That kills snails? Or like, yeah, the beer, if you put it out, they will crawl into it and basically drown. Really? Yeah, because they like the sweetness of it. Especially like a cheap, Same. shitty lager. <laughs> Joshua about drowning beer this week. Oh, my God. I was so you were. <laughs> we'll get to that. You were buttered. <laughs> I was we'll get to that. Hosted. <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was full stick buttered. <laughs> yeah, oh he God. was that scattered, was, uh, smothered, mm-hmm. and covered. That one was. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. bad news, folks. Man, <laughs> that was, uh, yeah. You yep. insulted my tie and your wife ripped the shit out of you. Do you remember that? I stand by that. <laughs> that tie is awesome. Eat a dick. <laughs> Michaela liked it. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember making those remarks and I stand by every word. <laughs> I believe her words were, wait, I think that tie is great. You look like shit to you. <laughs> so, so, you know, wait, let's, let's just go back and say, roll the, the guy, check the, the tape, guy, guys, the guy judging your tie wore a goddamn yes. T-Rex costume yes, at indeed. the wedding. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, this round, uh, it's beer's fine. It's just a cheap lager. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's a, uh, from gra- it's grain belt beer. Yeah. The, I think that's the company. Minnesota. Yeah, sure. It's from Minnesota. New Ulm. Minnesota. Northeast is the name of the beer. Oh, it's just, a, it's just a cheap lager. It's mm-hmm. fine. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's fine. fine. Uh, later on, we may have some, uh, we got some 18th Street stuff that's been sitting in my fridge for like a month mm, and a half. We never quite get to. Yeah. It's a vanilla porter and it's 18th Street It'll be up great. in Hammond. So that'll be God, pretty is good. Is it 16 ounces though or is it 12? It's 16. Ounces? Ugh. You're not gonna. You won't finish. I'm not gonna probably finish the grain oh, belt. God. So yeah, I'm, this is one of those beers that I'm. I'm good for about ten ounces. Eight yeah, to ten ounces. You remember we got like, the Tall Boys that one time? Oh, of, PBR. Uh, <laughs> like twenty. Were they twenty four ounce cans? Yeah, the big ones. And like you, you get Ooh, about man. a halfway through it and it warms like, up. Yeah. You're like, okay, that's about. Well, what were we watching? That was it. A, it was a basketball. IU basketball. That's game. right. It was. I had a PBR. Uh, a, I had a PBR last night, 
which makes tonight the first time I've had a drink since the wedding. Because that doesn't count. So, and technically this doesn't count either. So I'm waiting Old until we get some moonshine. Old Style is the best cheap American lager. I, Don't even at me. Is, is that the is that the one that Pickens was able yeah. to find? Yeah. 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 I'll send, yeah I still I'll haven't send tried one. that yet. I'll send okay. one home with well, you. As you say, yeah, send one home. Yeah, I'll send home. Courtesy of uh, Dr. Pickens. Mm-hmm. Dr. Pickens. Okay, this round is on the Pastor's Pub. Thanks, guys. If you would Cheers. like to buy us around, go to patreon.com slash pastors podcast. We offer exclusive episodes of Pastors Community Church, Pub Crawl, Turd Talk, Hymns of Reconstruction, special music. Uh, Casey and I are doing a, uh, Josh Casey, not Casey Forrester. Josh Casey and I are doing a series on the Cosmic Christ. Um, at any level, you can access the Pastors Pub. It's a closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and just about everything else. Things discussed in the pub this week. The Quabby wedding pretty Boy, much dominated the news pretty cycle. Pretty much dominated Indeed. the news cycle. Um, it was fun. It's a real well, feel. I'm going to talk about it a little news. bit later when we get into Foofy because okay. it ties into Foofy mm-hmm. really well. Part of it does. But, man, that was that's the most fun I've ever God, had so at, a, it was fun. at a ceremony. Yeah. Like, yep. it just was fun. Can we talk about how much I sweat? Boy, during, you, dear God. You did. I Usually, was I'm the sweater. but I man, have sweat you, dripping out of my beard. Yeah. Like, generally, the beard soaks the sweat a little bit. You were off-puttingly sweating. I don't know what to do. Well... I got sweaty pouring the coffee into yeah. the communion cups, and it was just downhill from there. No. So, and it was cold brew, friends. Yeah. Like, he's not pouring hot coffee into the... Yeah, right. I wasn't standing over a pot of, like, boiling coffee. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of quiet, we went. Josh, how you feeling, buddy? Oh, dear it, God, I was so fucking toasted. I want you to know how good a friend I am that I didn't post the pictures. Yeah, that seen pictures. yeah did he send both of them laying to in your, oh, yeah. Laying yeah. in your yard? Yeah, you yeah. just laying and in my yard. And I, think his, no. I think his wife may have sent a video of you... <laughs> Getting loud in the car. Yeah, okay. yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I was, couldn't understand I what you were saying. But Michaela was. I think oh, did Michaela send that? that? I mean, I regardless. Um, Yay, Brandon! <laughs> God, why didn't I yeah. put that on my board? <laughs> Shit, <laughs> that would have been so good. Yeah, so I, I thought that like I had I had had a beer before the wedding. I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch over to like. <laughs> Says, boy. So that's the the cry of the alcohol. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, it was and so I was like, I'm gonna switch over to the to the uh, like to the liquor after this, and just I so I drank like James. Liquor didn't never mind. Exactly. No. No. <laughs> Jameson, just Jameson, and like this whatever the sparkling water shit was that they had in there, and I, I was like, oh, I'm fine. And then all of a sudden, I was not fine. And that <laughs> you that were very change, much not fine. That, that switch happened really fast. It, it, it does, man. It really does. Yeah, and with liquor, uh, the problem is, is like by the time you feel it, you've already you're done. You're like you've, you're, already, you're gone you're too far. Past. Yep. Whoever whoever far. brought the Jameson cask mates, that was good. Yeah, yeah I might pick good. up. I might pick up a bottle. It's pretty that. good. That was whiskey. pretty tasty. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's for a cheaper. Yeah, whiskey. I was very sad very when that good. bottle was gone. <laughs> I think well, there was much I think, more. Uh, <laughs> I think Haley Little Shop of Horrors down. Oh, okay. There's a picture of her. No, that was Bushmills. Was that Bushmills? Yeah. Haley's not one to let Bushmills go to waste. So speaking of, so we have nine moose since you. Some yeah, direction. So, so like basically, there's a he he told me that in order to hang out again, I had to give him a, a class. He had to give me a class on um <laughs> on his rules for drinking so that I don't have a third strike. I think it's something hey, wait, from like Big Bang just, Theory. Maybe this is Moose we're talking about. Yeah. Also giving is, you rules on yeah, drinking. This is who yeah. was also fairly buttered himself. He I was. Mean, he was. He was actually kind of pissed. He couldn't get more so because he had to like tend to his wife and me at the same time and <laughs> tend to you. Like, whenever like I needed like help, in, somehow I was like the one of the most sober people there who'd been actually drinking mm. a fair amount. Well, see, the thing is, is like the next I wasn't, I was barely buzzed. I'm not sure like, I would call you sober. The, the next I was, gets, he was like shed spread, okay? The next, the next. <laughs> Spread. The next turds get together. I will be fine because now I've had my public drunkenness. Matt was you know. just barely country crock. 
Oh man! Oh yeah, there were three or four people there who were uh, who tied it on. Boy, yeah, like was, really yeah. tied it on. And I had done like to so the point much, where I had done so much extroversion that weekend. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm fucking out of here. I'm done. Yeah, I couldn't take anymore. I yeah. knew I was going to need a little bit of help if I was going to hop in the T Rex suit and really get down. And so I said, okay. So if anybody wants to know what the wedding was like, I I told. Laura Beth, I told a number of people this, had to be the only place on the planet <laughs> where there was a T-Rex dressing or dancing with a transgender person. Yeah. Had to be outside of maybe There's Japan. N- <laughs> yeah. That almost is a little out there for Japan, I feel like. like <laughs> it was so That was so, so good, though. So funny. Yeah. Lucas uh, tied his tie around his yeah, head. It was boy. amazing. I don't even think Lucas was that drunk. No, I, think I, think just, just just Lucas. I think it was just Lucas. Yeah. yeah. Yep. There were a couple people I was legitimately worried about them Dying in the middle, yeah. middle of the night. One in particular, you know who you are. Yeah. So <laughs> just say her name. We've called everyone. <laughs> I listen. She. She. Listen. She, listen. She. Was, I love you. Listen. I love you. She was most definitely the drunkest person there. Yeah. By, by a, a country, country mile. By a country it was mile. me at the hundredth times fit plus fifty percent. Like it was full on butter. Yeah. We man, love. Oh we love man. you, Tammy. But yeah. She you, made. You, she made Josh. <laughs> She made Josh look like somebody who could drive. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah like which is terrifying. Yeah. Josh could barely get out the door. So, dear God. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, so nine so rules. This is yeah. nine rules. Uh, rule number one: You're too old for this shit. Yeah. Um, How old num- are you? You're thirty-two. Which is why I had yeah. a beer and about two fingers of whiskey and called it a night. Yeah. Uh, rule number two: Your tolerance isn't what you think it is. So, C number one. Uh, <laughs> rule number three: You're a father now. <laughs> Rule number four, pace of... Wait, pace. let's back up. The fact that somebody has to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bonnie was home watching the kids. That's well, a big deal. Okay, I know that. <laughs> think, of, think of the example you're setting, though. But they didn't see. They are asleep. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, I tried to sleep, but Dad was throwing up in my dresser. <laughs> just filling up every drawer. <laughs> Uh, and rule number four, pace of play. Slow down and drink your water. Number five, yeah. uh, too handsy. How to know it's time to cut you off. Oh, God. You were... See, which... Uh, so I here's think the deal. you grabbed my ass, didn't you? No. Well, before I <laughs> took a single drink, I stepped up right next to you and, like, put my arm around you awkwardly because Michaela told me I needed to, like, talk to people and not stand in the corner. <laughs> and then I started drinking. Oh, okay. Um, so it went downhill. For, well, really... <laughs> so, like, Michaela and I... Did like know, a mock sounds like there wasn't a hill. It was just pretty much yeah, level the entire way. Like, we, <laughs> it just stayed one see, way and kind of. The only two things that I'm aware of is is I I grabbed Michaela's ass during a fake yeah, like fake slow dance. Did. And I was sober and I did that as a joke about like fake slow dancing in high school. Well, um, and it's your wife's ass, and it's so, my I mean, wife. Yeah. Um. And then and but but then I did it. I did like I like polished Billy's head. Wait, when he like bent down to get it. Is that a euphemism or is No, that, it's no, not. Okay. Um, it could be though. <laughs> Who's got that hashtag? Okay. So like he bent down to get a drink and like he was, I'm short. So he was finally like, was within reach. And so I like patted his head and, um, <laughs> oh, boy. oh, Billy, love you. I had a threesome time. dance with Tony and Billy. You did. And that I, was, I grabbed both their asses. It was, was definitely uncomfortable to watch. That's fine. <laughs> I'd like to say it was uncomfortable to do, but no. I was pretty comfortable in that uh, being the meat in that but sandwich. So. You were you were country crocked. So. <laughs> yeah. You were fine with it. Yeah, I was fine. 
But I, I knew when to cut myself off. Like, I had to drive home, so I knew when to cut myself yeah. off, drink Yeah, you water. didn't have me to bail your ass out this time. Yeah, that's a crying shame, too. <laughs> uh, rule number six, embarrassing photos, a lesson in taking photos outdoors at night. Yeah, I'm going to put those in the so, wedding album on Facebook. Oh, so. God. Um, <laughs> number eight, or, well, so, number seven, then, was the pictures that he showed me. Number eight, uh, puking blows, chunks. Uh, number nine, the tension of a car ride where you spin the ride nervous at the big ones about to come. <laughs> Did you puke? Oh, dude. I, I, you know what? <laughs> Kellen had a, has a brand new truck. And so like literally <laughs> brand new. Exactly. So I waited. I was like, okay, let's He's get bring, home. I bet he was sweating bullets. He, was, he said he was fine. It was his wife that was terrified. I was going to throw up in his new truck. But we got home. I got out, got into the grass and let it out. <laughs> It was not great. No, my my wife was not pleased uh, with me. Uh, no, it's no. Not. I know her so well. Like she gets, yep. she is. When you get, she shut down, man. When you I get buttered bad. like that, yeah, she. Just I, not I really happy. felt bad. Like I, it was really stupid. I mean, and I'll like, probably I do it again with, next time, but I felt bad this time. No, like I was, I was around <laughs> safe people. I knew I wasn't driving, et cetera, et cetera. But nonetheless, like it caused my wife to have to shut down, and like yes. that's a level of inconsiderateness. Yes. that wasn't cool. So. Like there's, uh, that's why I haven't decided about the pictures being on the pub because like I don't know if that's gonna make her. Oh, that's feel, a fair you know point. I mean? Okay, you know what? Because like I don't out of care. respect for her, I don't give a shit about you. Yeah. But out of respect for her, I will not. Well, do and that, I don't care. So. Everyone we knows I'm po- a fucking asshole, idiot. Say, so. we, won't, we won't post photos of Josh the asshole. Yeah, like that's that's <laughs> or not Josh's a asshole. I've got some of those too. I'm surprised. Really? I'm surprised there weren't too many of any of those. <laughs> yes. Actually, that's a, I'm surprised we didn't seal anything at like. That could have gone. That could have gone bad. So. You missed out. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, I think we're gonna have to impose some limits at the uh, 30. Oh man, I know. Yeah, we I'm may. not babysitting. No. So. <laughs> yeah, this is, at some point luck is going to run yeah. out and something yes, bad. Exactly. Happen. Yeah, I yeah. think you might be right. We're gonna have to like start marking people's hands when they get a drink. Okay, you're good after three or something. That's not a terrible idea. Can you move on, please? Michael, move on. <laughs> I'm inhabiting his spirit. God. <laughs> uh, things we also discussed in the pub this week. Uh, National Orgasm Day, guys. Yeah. Who here jerked off? Uh, no. Nope. 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 Sure nope. didn't. Nope. I took care of that day early. Not jerking off, but the uh, <laughs> National totally Orgasm did. Day. No, I didn't. Um, Wet dream. Pretty good, huh? <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, flashback photos. A lot of oh, people. Man, they yeah. kind of started with you and I posting pictures of grandpa. Well, we were going through. Our grandpa passed away this past week. Yeah, so. we're, and we're helping mom and dad. Oh, my God. Got so clean out the in case anybody's wondering, you really can't take it with you. Nope. That sounds cliche, mm. but all you're doing when you're like, they're not hoard. Like, I don't even think they have like a ton of shit. They really don't. But it's there's just a ton of there's shit a ton of shit. House. Like I they're know. not. I mean, it was an ordered house. It wasn't like mm-hmm. cluttered or whatever. But, but you think about it, just knickknacks. God, just, every mm-hmm. drawer with pictures, and stuff and, in it, and yeah, photo albums and yep, yeah. So, so we, we've been helping clean it out, but we were going through pictures and, and posting stuff of us as kids, yeah, and like and it just kind of started. Definitely snowballed. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's been pretty fun to watch. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Trump thinks we need ID for groceries. So he's never bought groceries. I know. I know. My first thought when I saw that clip, I was like, he, yeah, he doesn't know. When has he ever bought groceries in his life? He hasn't. Never. Ever. Ever. Well, he walks into a Kroger and goes, "It's a banana." Groceries. Michael, what could it cost? Yeah, Five dollars. <laughs> exactly. God. Uh, anyway, all right, we're gonna move on. What a freak! We got fat asshole. pastors, so. All right. 
God, I don't want to do this. Bojangles here, what's up with that name? People think I'm funny, people think I'm strange. Rolling on up in the passive pub. Turn down, Brandon. That's really loud. That didn't turn that down a lot. Huh? No, it didn't. I want that, I want that, I want that food. Turn down your headphones a little bit. Give me that food. Don't you want to be, want to be a fat aggressive. Yeah. Maybe time for a new one. <laughs> we need a monk to break out his violin or something. You have violin, fat bastards. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're doing moonshine again. Yeah, we are. So Tammy, uh, Tammy, listen, listen, listen. I brought moonshine. Moonshine. Listen. listen. Uh, brought us uh, moon pie moonshine. So I'm kind of excited about this. Meaning cause... like moon pies of like. They're awesome. Marshmallow and chocolate. Oh, we had we them a couple weeks ago. Do yeah, you have any delicious. moon pies? Yeah, sorry, oh, buddy. Damn it. Yeah, I know they're great. Yeah. Anyway, go to, uh, go to Honky Bucket. They sell them there. <laughs> Honky Bucket? Oh, Cracker Barrel? Yeah. yeah. Honky Bucket. Moon pies are definitely part, part of white people's oh, soul Oh, my food. gosh, yes. Yeah. That is, that's like the pinnacle of white people's soul food. Yeah. All right, uh, down the hatch. Oh, God. Go. I don't want to do this again. Yeah, you do. Mm, man. How are we writing that? Boy, that is syrupy. Honky, of, honky of, buckets. Out of five honky That's buckets. That's the sweetest one of those we've yeah, had. Yeah, by far. Ooh. That needs to be mixed with I mean, something. Yeah, it's tasty, but it's just too much. Yeah, like that needs to be mixed with Coke or something. That'd be pretty good with a Coke or mm-hmm. root, a root, root beer. beer or something. Really, you could put any of these moonshines with root beer and it'd probably be pretty good. I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it's very, just super very sweet. Very sweet. Wow. Yeah. Like even more so than the ones you brought. Speaking of moonshine... That was the culprit at the wedding. Oh, we man. had real, like, illegal moonshine. Yeah. Brought from <laughs> a certain person, lives in a certain southern state, known for peaches. Hi, Casey. <laughs> Last name rhymes with Orister. Orister. <laughs> the German wonderkind herself. Man. It was good. It was really good. And honestly, I'll tell you right now. What I mean, I know it's it? the real illegal mm-hmm. stuff. It was peach. It's a peach. Oh, you said, yeah. you said that. And it had like real peaches in it. Yeah, that you mm. ate at the bottom. Well, mm. somebody Eric, did. Eric McCormick did. person <laughs> threw up Dude, everywhere. Yeah. God. That's, yeah. No. I looked at him. He had his fingers and his ears in the car. Like he was struck in a, like a bag <laughs> over his face. <laughs> Just hurling into it. <laughs> I got video of that and Jen Flynn. I will say that peach, that peach moonshine great. didn't taste a whole lot different than the the legal stuff. No, it had. didn't actually. It's pretty no. similar. Yeah, it was. Yep. So good, good on you, Sugarlands. You yeah. really did it right. <laughs> so all right, but yeah, yeah it was that. I'll that give one, that like a, I'll give it like a four. Yeah, I mean, it was good. good. It is good. It's but just definitely really needs sweet. to be mixed with something else. I think so. You too. know what? That'd be awesome and fucking hot chocolate. Oh, put that in a glass of hot chocolate. Yes. Yep. Well, looks like we're doing that in the winter. <laughs> At some point, <laughs> about the time October rolls around, we'll yep. <laughs> we need to go back through and figure out all the different times you guys have said stuff would be good in either and never hot chocolate done it. or on ice cream, yes. and just do a dessert. Yes. You need to shut up. Is what you need to do. All right. <laughs> Nobody. You're only part time. You're not full time. All right. <laughs> I will turn this podcast off right now. <laughs> uh, all right, ready to go in the news feed? Uh, yeah, make sure I'm not missing anything. No, I'm not. No mailbox. All right. So, you're, since you're Michael, do you have nine stories tonight? Lock up your yeah. fears, dry all your tears, refill your fears. We're headed into the news feed. We're only 20 minutes in, man. We're cruising. We need to, need to stretch these out. I don't think said. anyone's going to complain. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> After our last two and a half hour podcast, yeah, every say, time we do one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Right, what do you got? Um, uh, Colombian cartel has put a $70,000 hit on a, a drug-sniffing dog. I saw that. Yep. <laughs> what? Hmm. The dog's name is Sombra, which means shadow. That's awesome. <laughs> that's pretty, uh, pretty bitching. That this is. dog found, discovered around 10 tons of cocaine. Man. Produced by Colombia's most powerful cartel, the Urabenos. Urabenos. <laughs> anyway. Hell, hell, this week in stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. They're a bunch of freaking druggies. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Urabenos. Um, I'm going to get a knock on my door. I know, door. yeah. You know what I no, mean? you're like, not. No. You're not going to get any knock on your door. <laughs> no, that's true. You're going to wake up with your throat slit from ear to ear is what you're going to wake <laughs> oh, up with. As long as I don't feel it. Uh, yeah, you might feel that as you maybe. drown in your own blood. So... <laughs> Um. <laughs> anywho, Ta-da. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, the she discovered ten tons of cocaine that's worth street value in excess of five hundred million dollars. Five hundred. Million dollars. That, that is so much money. So yeah, they're not happy about that. You know, well, that's imagine a, that'll put a dent in your cartel. Not exactly pocket <laughs> change, boy. Um, they're showing up in the red this year. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to totally redo their 2018 budget, yeah, that's right? <laughs> Just for so, the last quarter. <laughs> yeah, they they put a hit out for anybody that kills seventy thousand dollars. They'll pay to kill a dog. To kill a dog. I'm guessing that dog's not easy to get to. No. No. Um, you better hit it the first time because there won't be a second So shot. responding to the hit, <laughs> Colombian anti-narcotics officers have provided Sombra with uh, armed guards while she works at the Bogota International Airport, hmm. an area that's allegedly been beyond the cartel's influence. In other words, they haven't been able to bribe. Yeah, right. Um, and they have a lot of money to bribe with. So mm-hmm. Yeah. So in 2012, the same cartel offered $500 to anyone who executed a cop. Jeez. And even more if the cop worked with the anti-narc task force. So they're shitty people. Yeah, Just, not a safe place to be a cop. No. No, especially a narco or nope. anything like that. That's, yeah. Uh, and then I've got uh, Stop Having Sex With My Hedge. Oh, that was one of mine. Sheffield Man's Desperate Plea Crap. to Drunken Louts. <laughs> Boy, if this isn't like the most British <laughs> headline ever. Uh, a retire- retired Sheffield art teacher has pleaded with drunken louts. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Pretending to have sex with his edge. <laughs> Pensioner Keith Tyson has. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you feel it, baby? <laughs> I, I gotta feel, well, I gotta feel like if you have sex with a with a hedge, you're gonna feel it, yeah, baby. Yeah, it's, probably. Yeah. It's not gonna feel great. <laughs> uh, Pensioner Keith Tyson has been carefully trimming the hedge. <laughs> <Same. Yeah. laughs> trimming the hedge. Yeah. Well, you gotta clean it up occasionally. I mean, you do. I mean. <laughs> Gotta trim the verge. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> never mind. I was gonna never mind. Hey Josh, you see why that's funny? Oh, no, can you explain <laughs> to me? I was gonna say something else and I'm not. Okay. Um <laughs> Brett self-censors. That's never good. Uh so uh he he's carefully trimmed this hedge into the shape of a tastefully nude lady since twenty five tw- uh, two thousand five. <laughs> However, the eighty four year old Says say has been continually awakened in the early hours of the morning by quote low lives trying to <laughs> straddle his bush, which he had named Gloria. <laughs> Have you seen the picture of it? Bush! It definitely <laughs> looks like it's a naked woman. 
<laughs> wearing a pearl necklace, oh, mind you. So she's asking for it. <laughs> oh my God. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Mr. Tyson said his. <laughs> Can you fucking stop that? <laughs> Just let me know when you're done, Michael. <laughs> New Michael. Never, never thought I'd say this. Can we have Michael back, please? <laughs> That's my answer to that. God. <laughs> Go ahead. Mr. Tyson said he's had to make regular repairs to the head. <laughs> I'm assuming in the groinal region. <laughs> Just a fucking hole. <laughs> Just worn into it. <laughs> I've been awakened many times. He says. Oh, wait, so okay, so he's he's considered putting up a sign to address the issue. I'm sure that'll take care of it. Because uh, drunken louts really stop care about signs. My stop fucking my build, my head, you fuckers. Um, no louts allowed. Uh, I'm assuming if you're sober, if you're stone cold sober, he's fine with you fucking his hedge, but just not when you're drunk. <laughs> <and loud. laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> so this guy, uh, he says, I've been awakened many times, mainly by men, you think, and sometimes also by women, women messing about with her and making a lot of hysterical noises. <laughs> Which I'm assuming would be, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> God damn it, ow. Nobody said he Because <laughs> there's a thorn in it. That's my all-time favorite sound know, that you man. have on your soundboard. It works for so many it things. It really does. <laughs> about, about three weeks ago, I looked out of the window about 4.30 in the morning, and there was a man acting like he was shagging her. <laughs> it's offensive and appalling. It is damaging her figure. <laughs> Privets don't respond well to being manipulated like that. Uh, it's changing the shape of her legs and thighs. It is annoying because I spend a lot of time trying to keep her in good order. There's too many hashtags coming from this story. I, know, I don't know what to do. I'm on overload. I know. Like I'm just scrolling through all my sounds and songs. Changing and shit. the shape of her legs and thighs. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> oh man! Whew, boy, that's uh, uh, a lot, kind of a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah, we've got yeah. Bush. Oh boy! Well, <laughs> dare I ask if you have anything else? Uh, no, I, I'm good. Are you good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> fake Michael, what do you get? Uh, wait, I thought you were fake Michael. No, you're fake Michael. No, he's new Michael. You're fake Michael. There we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, new fake Michael. So this one is um, the VIP upgrade for Weird Al's new tour. <laughs> which I've, seen, inc- I've seen Weird Al in concert. It's awesome. Which includes the invitation to watch Weird Al Jeopardy, a pre-concert game show experience challenging people to the ultimate <laughs> Weird Al trivia contest. Um an exclusive limited edition Weird Al wristwatch with moving limbs as hour and minute hands, a souvenir VIP laminate, crowd-free merchandise shopping, pre-show hang with fellow fans, including a cash bar with complimentary non-alcoholic beverages and one drink ticket. Early entry to the venue, on-site VIP host. Uh, let's see, there's a meet and greet. Uh, I thought there was something else on there, but yep. So, you know, if you want to watch with Weird Al on it. I would. 
Weird Al's a genius. I He's pretty amazing. Al. I don't care what anybody I says. I do like Weird Al. Just, pretty great. Are, do people not like Weird Al? I don't know. He's I mean, awesome. Yeah. My kids my I'm kids sorry, but like what like he does is really fucking hard to do. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And he does it well. And his yeah. band is super fucking talented. And not only has he done talented. it, built yeah. a, an unbelievable career out of yes. doing it. Yep. And his concert, I mean, there's like multiple, multiple costume changes. Yeah. Like every song basically has a costume yeah. change. And they play yeah. shit on the video screen, yeah. like his videos or like different clips they've done or like different cartoons they've made. When the concert started, it was at White River State Park. Right. And he started like clear down by the fucking zoo almost, it looked like, <laughs> and started singing like this band's on stage. He's like, where the fuck is he? And they, they sh- had a camera following him until he walked up on stage. So freaking cool, man. Yeah, that's it's awesome. It, I think he did uh, uh, Tacky. Oh, nice. <laughs> which is a great, that's a great video too. Yeah. Well, and like he does, he does these awesome parodies, which are the songs that most people know him for, but like he does I mean, he's other funny songs yeah. aside yeah. from that, which yeah. is really cool. His polka shit's really good too. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see, a couple just short ones from NPR News. Uh, well, you, really are, uh, you really are fake, Michael. Uh, teenager breaks into house, asks for Wi-Fi password. <laughs> pretty, pretty great. 17-year-old <laughs> wow. in Palo Alto uh, was arrested after allegedly breaking into a couple's home. According to the police, he sneaked into the house and asked the sleeping residents for their password. <laughs> so there had what to be alcohol involved, fuck? right? That is loud. It's fucking loud, loud man. God. They're all different. That's the problem. Is like all the sounds are different levels. So, all right. Uh, vending machine racks up sales because uh, in San Francisco's ga- airport they sell vests because like <laughs> Silicon Valley folks wear a lot of vests. So, so somebody business, coming to Silicon Valley doesn't own a vest and they buy one in a vending machine. Has to buy machine. one in a vending machine. Wow. Uh, according to Business Insider, the machine makes ten thousand dollars in sales each month. My wow. God, yeah. wrong business. Apparently. I know, right? Why can't I have an idea like like the <laughs> Pet Rock? Idea. I had an idea like you that know the once. guy that invented the yeah. Pet Rock. <laughs> He's it's like a, a millionaire now. It's a jump to conclusions, man. <laughs> you know, I had an idea like that once. Really, Tom, what was really, it? Really, Tom, what was it? Uh, all right, I'll tell you. <laughs> Is that all you got? That's all I got. All right, all right let's I'll, do, see. I'll do one more. Okay, go ahead. Uh... A zoo is accused of painting a donkey and passing it <laughs> off. As a uh, this, oh my god, this is that's hilarious! Boy, and did they ever do a great job? <laughs> I haven't seen the picture of it. Is it? Like, <laughs> clearly, it's a painted donkey. Like clearly, like it isn't even. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do this, so like great. Jesus, like. <laughs> I mean, it has donkey ears. Like, it's not hard to figure out that this is not the correct animal. Uh, uh, Cairo man, <laughs> apparently. Cairo man. Uh, a zoo in Cairo has been accused of trying to fool visitors by painting zebra stripes on a donkey. Wait, but, they're in Africa. They couldn't find a fucking zebra. But the zoo director insists, insists the animal is the real thing. Gosh. They claim it's real. They bring the it. paint is smudged. <laughs> it's smudged on it. They bring it out. Ta-da. God. <laughs> I mean, it's not even close. <laughs> I I know. Like, just like the suspended reality that some people live in. Like this guy. If this is a guy that would have voted for Trump, were he in America? Oh God, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So Mahmoud Sarhan, who's 18, said he was visiting a recently opened animal sanctuary at the International Garden Municipal Park when he spotted a strange-looking animal. (laughs) He said there's several things about the animal stood out that made him suspicious. The black paint had melted on the donkey's face, and the ears didn't look like the right size for a zebra. (laughs) Here's your sign. (laughs) 
<laughs> he posted this picture on his Facebook page and it went viral. <laughs> it's, it's the donkey it's just a, standing at it's the... It's a fucking donkey. It doesn't look anything like a zebra. I mean, it's just really not even close. I mean, it really oh, isn't. That's People fun. are that's great. So funny. He wrote in Arabic, the stupidity has reached in the country that has brought a local donkey and painted it to look like a zebra. <laughs> <laughs> that's... That's pretty much the, the guy, Mohammed Sultan, 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 whatever, that who's the director of the Gardens Project, says the zebra's real and not painted. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing like a couple rain showers will take care of that, yeah, wouldn't it? That's, well, after reviewing it, the uh, Pete is involved. <laughs> Shocking. After reviewing the images, a leader with the animal activist group PETA disagreed that this animal was well taken care of. <laughs> hmm. I mean, outside the fact that they fucking painted it. Oh my god! Gosh, Beth, come here, real quick. What, can... what, what do you think this this animal is? Come here, you have to look at this. <laughs> All right, what what is this animal? A zebra. Is it? Does that really? Does it actually look like a zebra? It's a definitely donkey a donkey. zebra. It's a donkey zebra. Yeah. So a, zoo, a what? A, a zonkey? A zonkey? A zonkey? A, de- a Debra. <laughs> it could be mom. <laughs> Debonkey. Debonkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My wife's an ideas man. Yeah, boy. That's really something that's there. So there you go. Yep. That's that's great. All right. Uh, let's see. Where do we start? How about... Um, Driver hits 142 miles an hour right after being cited for speeding. What? <laughs> Hershey, Nebraska. Come again? Driver hit. It's <laughs> saying dipshit. It has nothing to do with your jizz. God damn it. <laughs> Just fucking. Driver hits 142 miles per hour right after being cited for speeding. Wow. This is from a KRON Channel 4. Uh, yep. <laughs> News where you live. Uh, and I have a woman who was ticketed for speeding in Nebraska, perhaps didn't take the citation seriously. You think? <laughs> Deputies <laughs> clocked her driving at 142 miles an hour as she accelerated, accelerated away from the traffic stop. <laughs> she just buried Wait, it. So she got, she got a ticket. As soon as she got pulled over, they let and her go. It, she buried the needle. Buried it. <laughs> she was eventually arrested on suspicion of willful, reckless driving, you think? Yeah. After deputies caught her for oh my god, caught her for a second time, yeah. I mean, it is. They, she took it's off a wasteland. It is, but Once she took off at limits, speed. So. And deputies gave chase using a radar to clock her driving 142 miles an hour. They first stopped the 2018 Ford Mustang, which that oh, will. Oh well, there you yeah. go. Well, yeah. I was wondering what she was driving. I'm like, not every car can get up to yeah. 142. Uh, she was originally pulled over for 92 and a 75, which is not unreasonable. I mean, that's yeah. fast, but that's in Nebraska. I'm sure that's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. And then she <laughs> she buried it. Wow. <laughs> cool. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. This song rules. I don't even... I'm not even going to argue with people about this. Sammy Hagar's done a lot of bullshit. This song is amazing. Okay. Well, okay. Come on. Turn it, okay. Turn it off for one thing. We haven't got to the good part yet. Which is there a good part? Yeah. That part. 
video is awesome too. Where he bounces around the courtroom. He fucking ruined Van Halen. Yeah. Turn it off. Michael, turn it off. Matt, I've seen that exact face in Leland a lot of times. Can you turn your goddamn computer down? No. It's cranked. It's not cranked. It's as loud as it always is. No. Yeah, it is. uh, I'll turn your headphones down a little bit. There you go. No, I don't. uh. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Anyway, moving on. I want to leave even more than normal. <laughs> it's, it's great. Impressive. It yeah. really is. You know what? Get, fucking get in line, all right? <laughs> uh, serial killer accidentally kills a himself. A serial a sorrel, killer. Serial serial killer. Serial. I can't do ours and together. They say it in Alabama. Serial serial killer. That there's a serial killer. Hey fuckers! A serial killer <laughs> accidentally kills himself in jail during sex act. Whoa! What? Yeah. <laughs> accidentally. What kind of sex act? Well, let's find out. A German serial killer who murdered a what? Serial killer. <laughs> Man, I love serial with milk. That's fine. Make fun it's of my best. make fun of my speech problems. Serial with milk Marathon, is my favorite what? breakfast. A German serial killer. I had peanut butter and chocolate cereal this morning. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Are you done yet? No, I'll go ahead. Huh? You go. Ahead. <laughs> uh, a German serial killer hey, who murdered is. five female hitchhikers accidentally killed himself while performing a strange solo sex act in his prison cell over the weekend. Oh, was he hanging himself? Egidius Schiffer didn't touch her. <laughs> Actually, he did. Five of them. Yeah. Pretty sure he touched a Dub number the of things. A A C H E N A Asian. I whatever Asian strangler gave himself a fatal electric shock after tying a cable from a lamp around his penis and nipples. Oh God! Huh? Mm. Is there any instructional videos on how to do this? I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> he was still tied up in guards at the prison uh, in North Rhine, Westphalia Let's State. Be honest, though, if you're in prison for the rest of your life, what else are you going to do but shock your dick? <laughs> You know, gives new I term mean, to the, gives new gives new meaning to the term shock the monkey. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> See, I should have had that song. Yeah, Why don't I have that song? Don't worry anyway. about it. Uh, the, the he removed a cable from his bedside table lamp, then he wound it around his nipples and his penis and stuck the end in a power How saw. Big are his how nipples? You, how big are his nipples? nipples? That was my exact thought. Jesus, I've got I've got ample man boobs, and I couldn't quite do that. <laughs> like they look like that dangly thing in the back of your throat. <laughs> Uvula boobs. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ! How? Bi- how? I don't know, man. That's that's fairly impressive. I'm not gonna lie. To be able to do that, like, I'm I'm like try. I'm just trying over here trying to think of the mechanics of that. So maybe he, he, he must wrapped have some- it around his dick and then like shocked himself. They said it was. No, he said it was wrapped around it. They found him wrapped. Ra- found it wrapped around. I mean, unless he wrapped it around his chest, so it was just touching his nipples. Yeah, I guess that's possible. There's not really instructional videos. So. Yeah, I guess you could wrap it all the way around. I like wow. how we're dissecting this. Uh, if anyone on the pub wants to, like, set of, no, actually, don't do that. Don't do that. A postmortem established that Schiffer, never heard of her, 62, died of heart failure as a result of an electric current flowing through his chest. Well, he hooked yep. his nipples up to an electrical socket. Yep. Uh, they did not su- suspect foul play, and his lawyer claimed the murder was not suicidal. So. Just looking for a good time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he Purple. raped three women and buried them in the woods. Okay. So, well, not a, well who's, fuck him. Who's not sad about this? Not, not, a, not a net loss to society there. So, Ow. he's, uh, yeah. Wow, wow. 
I would like to dedicate this first lick <laughs> yeah. to your mother. To Schiffer. Fucking fucker. Yeah. Wow, what anyway. a shithead. Yeah. God. Uh, let's do one more. All right, here we go. <clears throat> this is from uh, NBC News. Where, no. Uh, no, no. I don't know. No. FDA warns about deceptive vaginal rejuvenation claims. Is this another Gwyneth Paltrow joint? <laughs> uh, most likely, so. The lead on FX. Yo, what the hell was that? dedicated to a very confident woman. That's right. It's, this goes out to my sister-in-law, Jenny. Just tell the goddamn... What? She's proud of her pussy, her peach, her bearded clam is well-groomed. Thinks that she's the real deal. All other pussies are... What? The fuck? <laughs> it's from the league. <laughs> it's vaginal hubris. Vaginal hubris. Was it? Yeah. It's taco. Vaginal, <laughs> vaginal hubris. Yeah, I remember that song. I don't hubris. remember it going like that. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. thinking it was an actual rat. Her bearded clam. <laughs> God, can you just tell the goddamn story, please? Why do women listen to this? No, why does anybody listen to this? Male, female? <laughs> Procedures marketed to improve a woman's quote-unquote intimate health using lasers or ultrasound are not only unapproved, but lasers. also... Lasers. But are also causing burns and other painful damage. Yeah, I feel like nobody should have to tell you not to take a laser to your cooch. <laughs> <laughs> kind of feel like that shouldn't be a thing you have to say. Kind of like don't wrap an electrical cord around your nipples and dick. Like those things really probably just shouldn't have to be said. Uh, don't laser your cooch. That right. was on mine. <laughs> All right, good. You got that. Okay, good. Uh, the laser and ultrasound equipment using these unapproved procedures has FDA approval for removing genital warts, other growths, and in operations such as hysterectomies, but they have not been shown to tighten up muscles, increase sexual pleasure, or relieve pain during intercourse, the tighten FDA said. muscles. Yeah. So it's like laser Kegels, basically. Basically, yeah, pretty much. I'm um, trying to figure out how a laser would just, accomplish that exactly. I mean, it's, like, like, it's like any sort of weightlifting. You just have to do it the old-fashioned way and actually... You know, tie weights to your cooch? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Hmm. Squats. Never mind. Go ahead. Just keep going. <laughs> I was going to say something else. Just self-censored again. No, go You're ahead. welcome. Go ahead. No, I'm good. No, let's go hear ahead. it. No, go ahead. It's go gone. I lost. Go ahead. No, I lost it. Go ahead. Uh, something, something weightlifting beaver. All right. Um, <laughs> the procedures using lasers and other energy-based devices to destroy or reshape vaginal tissue. These products have serious risks and don't have adequate evidence to support their use for their purposes. Or deeply concerned women are being harmed. They are, apparently. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, it's that's I mean, that's basically the whole thing. It's just um the FDA's warned a number of companies. A company called BTL promised a whole new approach to women's intimate health using a non invasive, no downtime procedure with minimal risk. We're gonna take a lightsaber to your groin. <laughs> the indie men's clinic commercials that are on the radio mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. The revolutionary priapus therapy. I yeah. laugh every time I hear I know. the name. <laughs> In case you don't look up Priapus sometime, for anybody that doesn't know that, Google that. I still jerk off manually. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, hilarious is they'll be like, the commercials are like, we'll give you a, we'll, we'll give you a test dose in the office. I'm like, so like you walk out of the office with a massive fucking boner. Yeah. Is there a downside to that? I'm, you wear like, your I'm waiting for the shoe pants. I'm waiting for the, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. just a bunch of guys walking around in freaking sweatpants. <laughs> God, I, uh, those commercials are the best. <laughs> Our revolutionary priapus therapy. <laughs> 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 
it down. Turn. I'm not turning oh it down. It's fine. Your computer down. is so loud. It's See, that's two against one. Turn it down. Yeah, you know what? Well, I'm running the fucking podcast. Uh, so. uh, All right. Michael, please come back. <laughs> oh, so here, celebrities, including actress Jada Pinkett Smith. Never heard of her. And Kim Kardashian. Oh, uh, there you go. Also have prom- promote the procedures. Yeah, it sent the FDA sent warning letters to seven companies. Um saying knock that shit off so do you think maybe she tried to sell this to to trump as like a new <laughs> initiative to push yes. when she met with him probably yeah <laughs> um it's a deceptive fda says it's deceptive to give the impression that vaginal rejuvenation designer vaginoplasty revirgination virginization revirgination okay. g-spot mm-hmm. amplification are going to eat this shit up aren't they yeah get your virginity back no that's not a thing <laughs> boy G-spot amplification or any such procedure are accepted in routine surgical procedures. That's yeah. These companies are just lying through their fucking teeth. So yeah, the the American College of Obstetri- Obstetricians and Gynecologists is saying, mm, yeah, let's not do that. Kind of like don't steam your cooch or shove an egg in it, yeah. a jade egg in it, or whatever they fucking put up there, or any egg really. <laughs> <laughs> Probably never a good idea. Yeah. Not generally, no. no. So that's it. You got anything else? No, I no, think no. that'll about cover it. Does that really cover it? I think it does. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to pause for a minute so I can uh, uh, pause for station identification? Sure. And then yeah. we'll, all right, let's all pause right. first. Uh, let me play the Foofy song first, and then we'll pause. Where is it? There it is. And we're back. Hey. Hey. Help. We had to pause so we don't lose. It doesn't stop recording in the middle for some dumb reason like it does occasionally. So uh, we've moved on to another beer, though. Um, wow. The uh, From 18th Street Brewery and up at Hammond, one that of our favorites. Not, that is not light. No. It's a lot. Uh, it's from the Vertical Series. It's Hunter's or Hunter Double Milk Stout. Hunter? Never heard. No, didn't. Right? Hmm? Stout brewed with lactose sugar and cocoa nibs. Same. And uh, it's got van- it's vanilla, too. Oh, Hunter Vanilla is what it's called. All right. They make cool cans, too, by the way. Yeah. Their, yeah. their can game is strong. Yeah, that's good. As is mine. Very Thank good. Thank you. That, that one picture from the wedding, too. You got the... The booty? The booty back in it. I know, yeah. man. I was twerking. I was a twerking fool. All right. What are we talking about tonight? Hmm? What are we talking about tonight? <laughs> Who? I don't know. What are we talking about? <laughs> you came up with it. <laughs> Well, we've done, in the past, we've done a couple, two or three different uh, deconstructed parables, and I thought that'd be a good thing to, since we had sort of an open week, to tackle something like that. So we're going to do the parable of the Great Banquet in Luke chapter 14, I believe. Brad, are you going to read it for us? I thought it was chapter 22. No. It's Luke 14. Oh, we're doing the Luke one, not the Matthew. No. God, I just sent messages last night. <laughs> my God, did you even pay attention? I apparently didn't. Where are we? Did you not do the require, oh, required reading? Well, I did on the Matthew passage. <laughs> are you serious? Isn't that the one where he where he decides to go and kill everyone who dec- who didn't yes. come? You okay. just said I, you even said to me, just do the Luke one last night. <laughs> Literally yeah, one less of you than twenty four hours ago. One of you two said, <laughs> "Fuck Matthew." Uh, is, I did. Is it, so, <laughs> is it fourteen? Yes. <laughs> Do you know where it is? Yeah, I got it. God. Are you going to read it? Or? Oh, do you want me to? I'm reading it to myself. Do you, can you read? <laughs> <laughs> where are we? What's happening What's, right now? What are we doing? What is, what, is, what is this? What are we doing with this? I was lost in the word. 
So oh, is that where we landed on that? Okay. <laughs> you guys can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Verse 15 is where you're starting, dipshit. Yeah, I know where. All right. <clears throat> when one of those at the table with him heard this. <laughs> Speak up! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, when one of those at the table with him heard this, this meaning... Uh, Verses 1 through 24. Yeah, yeah. One per verses 1 through 14. Or 14, yeah. 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 Uh, Jesus replied, a certain man was preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. At the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who had been invited, come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said, I've just bought a field and I must go and see it. Please excuse me. Another said, I have just bought five yoke of oxen. You know, who hasn't? Uh, and I'm on my way to try them out. <laughs> i got to test drive them oxen. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> still, an- still another. See, this is intentionally humorous. I swear to God. Uh-huh. Like, Absolutely, yeah. Still another said, I just got married, so I can't come. Same. <laughs> I feel like the test drive excuse could have gone. Because... Because nothing will dry that up like a wedding ring. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Who's with me? Up top. Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. God, we are terrible people. <laughs> That's what that means. I mean, what else could it possibly mean? Like, really? His wife wouldn't let him. Uh, the, I got to go ask the old ball and chain, Jesus. <laughs> the, the D was too good. I guess. Uh, the servant <laughs> came back and reported this to the master. Then the owner of the house became Jesus. angry. We're going to die in a, f- a fireball. Like, and it's going to happen. And ordered his servants. I mean, you are. <laughs> go out quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Sir, the servant said, what you ordered has been done, but there is still room. Then the master told his servant, go out to the roads and country lanes and compel them to come in so that my house will be full. I tell you, not one of those who were invited will get a taste of my banquet. Yeah. So you need to back up, I think, a little bit. Okay. Not you, personally. Oh. No, you're fine. fine. I've got it right here on my phone. You're fine. I think you do. Context means everything. Context means everything when Jesus... I mean, I know Capon has talked about, like, that the gospel writers were very, very intentional. Of course they were. Is he, I think he used the, the 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 illustration of like they basically had note cards of just yep. shit that Jesus said, and tried to put it in some kind yep. of logical. And they all had different orders. They all had different ways they were agendas they were trying to accomplish. Yep. Different audiences they were writing to. So the context really does matter when you're talking about Jesus's parables, especially. Yep. So he's at a Pharisee's house eating. Yep. And he says this at the at the end of chapter or in verse thirteen fourteen he says this is the third vignette like at this dinner yep. yes that we've been oh yeah 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 yep. and this sets up the parable of the prodigal son the parable of the lost sheep parable of the lost coin um, he's addressing all of these to religious leaders yes that is you absolutely have crucial to understand that yes. point right there <laughs> yes because his audience was not to Christian it was to the religious elite it was to the religious people of his day can I just say that like when I was deconstructing and when I First, I remember sitting in my office mm-hmm. as a youth minister and I had this light bulb moment of, oh my God, all of his harsh words are for the religious ass. They were for me. They're for me. For church people. <laughs> yep. yep. Every um, single one of dude, them. Dude, if you could get if you could get the church to understand that, it would revolutionize yeah. everything. Yeah. It, it, it would changed, change it changed, fucking it everything. It changed everything for me. Yes. Yes. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm the older brother. Oh, yeah. I'm Neat. the whitewashed tomb. Cool. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. I'm full of dead men's yep, bones. Yep. Like all that, like all of his harshest criticisms. Every one of them. Every goddamn yep. one of them was for the religious. 
Can I, can I say the the um the one right before this part here? So verses like twelve and fourteen, where he's talking about whom you would invite to a banquet. Um, really killed me when I was working in campus ministry and I had to throw like donor banquets because you yeah. got to butter up the people yes. that are paying you. Right. Yes. And like, at, like, I, so it was good that I got fired when I did because I would have gotten <laughs> fired for what I was going to do. Yeah. Which oh, was, totally. I was going to invite all of our donors to come and serve dinner for a bunch oh, of homeless people man. for a banquet. Like that was my next oh, year. Like that was the next year's docket for a banquet. You would have been done. I was going to invite all the next these, year like, would have been the last. Yeah. It would have been last, like the time was numbers insane <laughs> that that's what would have gotten you fired. I know. Yep. How I know. insane. Yeah, I, I know. It would too. I know. Yeah. But I was really looking forward to that. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. I preached, uh, um, I was at, when we did a mission trip to the Indian reservation in Arizona, I did a little teaching for the, for the students that were there and talked about how, Jesus was rejecting the rich mm-hmm. and the the elite and embracing those who had been marginalized and pushed to the side. <laughs> and one of the ladies at the campus, one of the ladies that was one of the directors was like, yeah, that guy in the audience was like our biggest donor. <laughs> so what? And I was like, all right, cool. fine. If he can't deal with it. Sorry. Well, I mean, but I mean, at least he's giving. I mean, yeah. like, so like, I mean, that's a little yeah. different, but like, at the same, I didn't feel bad. I was like, yeah. all right. I mean, I'm not making this shit up. Yeah. This is what Jesus actually said. So, um, Oh, Jude's down here. Sorry, Jude. Um, yeah, but anyway, so in, in verses uh, 13 and 14, Jesus says, but when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you'll be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you'll be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. This is like the worst party ever. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Anybody, any any decent society member is yes. not going to do that. Nope. Like, because they're going to ruin the fucking party. Yep. Like, ruin it. Yep. Um, and I think that that's pretty key to the whole parable. That's what sets up that whole parable. Because there's the one, the guy at the table says, one of those at the table heard him, heard, heard with him, heard this, you know, Jesus saying, Hey, invite all these poor, crippled, lame and blind. This guy's like, uh, blessed is the one who will eat in the feast of the kingdom of God. This guy's full of shit. Yeah. It's pure bullshit. It's total. Because what happens is when someone can't grasp, it happens all the time in in the gospels. When someone can't grasp what Jesus is saying, they start spouting out nonsense platitudes. Sound familiar? Yeah, I mean the the parallels are so fucking obvious. <laughs> like yeah, it's to the modern church, there's nothing comfortable about anything Jesus proclaims no. ever through the whole gospel. No, and frankly, I don't like most of that any more than anybody else. No, you yeah. don't. I mean, there's nothing to like about it. it. Does it's not leading to an easy life. It's not leading to a comfortable life. And so we, when we when that happens, we automatically fall back on on platitudes and easy easy sayings. And well, you know, here, this is a little bit of a tangent, which is fine. Yeah, whatever. Time, We've never done tangents on this podcast. I love how like. People like us get accused of being like, oh, you're just a bunch of fucking liberals. You don't take the Bible seriously. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> do you want to do this? <laughs> do you really want to do this? Because when I read the Gospels, I understand that Jesus is talking to me. You think he's talking to other people. Yeah. So, yeah. Who's it harder for? You think he's talking to everybody but you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So it's not well, harder for you. It's a lot you. harder for me to deal with the Gospels than it is for you, period. Yeah. Because I realize, oh, he's talking to yeah, me. right. Yeah. Because I was a Christian or whatever. I was a religious person. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, when he says love your enemies, I'm not exactly like 100% cool with that. No. Like, because yeah. I know what that means. But I also have to understand, I try to take it seriously. Most conservatives just ignore it. Yeah. They just ignore it. Well, yeah. he was the son of God. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's a nice, convenient cop-out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, I guess what we're saying is fuck conservatism. That's the if you get nothing else out <laughs> no, of tonight. That's not fuck what we're it saying. Straight into the dirt. 
Oh boy. Um, <laughs> anyway, so you know, in our discomfort, we in face when we're faced with the truth, we'd rather ignore. We just fall back on laziness. Yep, it's just easier. It is. Yep. I mean, it is just easier to go. Well, I'll just go work at the homeless shelter, which you should do, or I'll just do this, or I'll go to church this week. You know, every every week, and I'll give my money. And the, the we do, we try to find whatever the bare minimum is, like whatever the the least common denominator is for our spiritual life. Yep. That's what we try to find. Yep. So you post Toby Mac quotes on your Facebook yeah, wall. and you you put memes of you know if you know pass this along to five people and tell them you're praying for them it's yeah. like you're fucking not for one so stop yeah, doing exactly, that like yeah and i mean i think that's one thing i like about the pose when i when somebody says i'm holding you in the light i know they're yes. fucking holding me yeah. in the light mm-hmm. there's yep. just, there's just a difference i mean it, i don't know if it's just a difference in language or if it's just we know these people so well but like when you're in a community like that when they say that it's not just an empty platitude yep you know i don't know that's also a tangent but whatever so moving on to the parable so he tells about this, all these guests, and I think it's interesting that all these excuses are kind of legit excuses. They're kind of reasonable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it, it says, uh, see, they all came up with excuses. The first said, I just bought a field, and I must go and see it. It's a business matter. Mm-hmm. It's a legitimate reason to not go to a party. The only problem is, though, is that, like, this is obviously a pre-scheduled thing, and it's a dinner, so it's right. like nighttime. Yeah, Right. There is that. So like, That's so fair. They, yeah. You, like, if you look at it in one sense, they, they, they like, these are legitimate things because for instance, in, in Jewish culture, when you get married, you're not supposed to, I'm sure you're going to like get to that, but like when you couldn't even serve in the army for like a year or two, yeah. like in the old sure. Testament. Yeah. So would have known it was coming and it would have been a nighttime affair. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I mean, at the same I time, it could have been an all day. It thing. could have been That's all day true. thing That's or it could have been just, something like, I mean, yeah, we've, that's, we that's just sprung. I just love the married guy is my favorite. I know. That is now. amazing. She is riding my dick raw. <laughs> There's no way I'm getting there. No way. I got better things to do. Friend. I can't even walk at this point. <laughs> so let alone get on a camel. It ain't happening. Got you, got you walking side to side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, just, it's just raw. <laughs> um, well, I mean, and the guy who buys, you know, the oxen or whatever, it's like you, you buy a new car, you're going to go drive it. Yeah. You buy a new work truck, yep. you're going to go test it out. You're going to, you know, I mean, like all the, I mean, again, on a base level, these are all the legitimate reasons. You get married, you got, get your house set up, you've got to throw down, you know, like whatever, get your bone on. I mean. Often. Yeah, as much as possible. <laughs> so the question is, what do we do with the anger that the the banquet owner I mean, he's obviously angry. He gets pissed off. Um, well, once again, you, I think in the parable you have to see who who are the main characters representing. Yeah, that's true. Let's go over that because well, true. I mean, the, obviously yeah. the people with the excuses, the religious leaders. Yeah. So, like, I, I think you can make a you can make from what you were talking about, you can make a parallel of, well, you know, following the law, not bad, right? Legitimate, right? Yeah, but. Jesus, like, I'm not, it's not about the law. I'm throwing a fucking party here, bro. Like, yeah, that's yeah. why I'm here. Yeah. Like, God, God wants to throw a party for everybody. Yeah. And you guys are just like, nah. Well, and I think if I can get to it, I'll get to it. Like, yeah. I mean, because, you know, once again, we have to talk about this isn't talking about heaven after you die. This is talking about the kingdom now, here and now. Yeah. The kingdom when you die, Jesus wasn't even, that wasn't even on this, the yeah, first Yeah, this isn't century. about heaven. That right. wasn't on the yeah. first century Jewish radar. Yeah, right. So stop. Yep. So, you know, when the guy is like, blessed are those who eat at the feast in the kingdom of God, like, 
when the kingdom comes, when, man, the people that'll be at that important, you know, for them also, the religious leaders, I mean, Pharisees, they were saying, like, when he said kingdom of God, he meant, oh, when the Messiah comes and kicks out all the Romans, and it's like an actual political yeah. thing. Yeah, right. That was the kingdom of God to them. And so what he was saying is, blessed are the people that are in power. Yes. And so what you're seeing is a massive, in this parable, is a massive shift in who Jesus sees as powerful. Which is it was his entire life. Like you, you start with the Beatitudes, and just move forward. You know, so like, he's saying this guy's saying, "Oh yeah, blessed are the people that will be at the right and left of the Messiah." Like, you know, and obviously at this point they had heard that he was quote the Messiah. Now whether they believe that or not is another issue. Yeah, but they had heard, and so this guy in, in some ways is just throwing it's he's throwing Jesus a line of bullshit. Oh, you're the Messiah. Yeah, totally. blessed are who those who. Or, you know, sitting next to you in the kingdom when the kingdom comes, buddy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but but that was what he's saying is, blessed are those who will be in places of power. Yep. Yeah, because that's all they understood. Yes. Because all they understood was political power and whatever. So this is, when the kingdom comes, this is who will be powerful. Mm-hmm. Which, so is all that, when, which is all the church understands today anyway. Yeah. And so then Jesus is just like, yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah. That's on both the right and the left, by the way. Yeah. With the oh, church. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm Let's part, of, I'm part of a denomination that's on the far left and running into their yeah. desire for power yes. consistently. Yes. Yeah. It's, is, it's, it's yeah. Uh, absolute yeah. power. Absolute power corrupts. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Full stop. Yep. I mean, I understand the need for hierarchy well, and whatnot, but like anytime you're put in power, the whole point is to stay in power. Yep. And, and you know one of, one of the dominant images of this of, of the the Jewish people, particularly at this time, and, and I mean continuing today, is this um, this view of you know the the world to come for them that and for them that could look like a lot of things is a banquet. Like it's it's always yeah. a banquet, and so that's why right. Jesus is always presenting it because it, it's not just heaven. Yes, but it's also not just now. It's this weird kind of quasi mystical like in between thing yeah. where you're communing with the like the patriarchs, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, and also all of the people around yep. you. Like it brings heaven and earth together. Yeah. It fulfills what the temple is supposed to be. Like that's the world to come. Yeah. And so anytime Jesus is painting a picture of a banquet, you have to think like this is heaven and earth coming together. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think that whenever, so this guy says that and sort of like, he's sort of like technically correct and yet also so, so wrong. Yes. Yeah, right. And I love yeah, yeah, it because yeah. anytime when Jesus is teaching and some, and when other people say something, he's like, that's a really good point. But when a religious, religious leader yes. says something, he's like, fuck you, can, you. Yeah. You can just imagine <laughs> yeah, like, you can just imagine somebody going, oh shit. Yeah, like one yeah. of the disciples here a second talk. He's like, doing oh, this. God. <laughs> like he is sitting in He's sitting at the table with religious leaders mm-hmm. while he's saying this. Yeah. Yep. Can we talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> like, he literally is sitting at these people's table, eating sharing, their food. Eating their food. <laughs> I, I mean, this is literally what? like, this I mean, would literally be like sitting at dinner with like Franklin Graham and Robert Jeffress and all those fucking assholes. And they start throwing around platitudes, and you're just like, "Oh yeah, go fuck yourself." Well, here's the here's an interesting. <laughs> I mean, really, like, you're, oh, you're not you're not in. None of you are in. Here's an interesting thing, uh, an interesting comment uh, that Luke makes one one Sabbath when Jesus went to eat in the house of prominent Pharisees. So like, yeah, yeah like dude, the power ups. He was being carefully watched. Yeah, yeah. So he goes in immediately, heals a guy. He asks the Pharisees, <laughs> "Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath?" They don't say shit because they're they suck. Yeah. Um, they're, yeah, anyway. So he's taking hold of the man. He healed him and sent him on his way. Then he asked him, if one of you has a child uh, or an ox that falls into a well on the Sabbath, will you pull them out? Will you not immediately pull it out? They say nothing. Yeah. Like, 
if one of you sees a child in the cage, will you not do it? Yeah. The fucking church is silent. Silent. Not all the church. Let me say that. Let me back up. Evangelicalism Most, yeah, is evangelical generally church is completely silent. Completely silent. There are a lot of other denominations, a lot of other churches yep. who are doing good work on the border. Um, when you notice how the guests pick the places of honor at the table, he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor for a person more distinguished than you may be invited. Basically, he says, take the lowest place. Yeah. He said, they may have to ask you to move. Instead, take the lowest place, then they'll move you up to the higher place. It goes back to the, the least being yeah. the greatest. Yeah. So, like, he's in this Pharisee's house saying, uh, all you fuckers are getting away wrong. Yeah, like, none of you. Oh, this you're, kingdom you're talking about, none of you are a part of it. No. You're, you're not going to see it. You don't get it. You won't get it. When that kingdom comes, you mm-hmm. won't even see it. Well, you don't get what's it. the first thing that, that is declared in Mark? Repent. Re, um, For the kingdom of heaven is here. Yeah. Change your mind. Yeah. If change you change your mind, your mind you'll see it. This, you'll see the kingdom right here among right you. Right here. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And one of my favorite things about this passage is, is the idea of, of people being compelled to come in at the end. But it's hilarious that these people were invited. They don't get to come. Other people who weren't invited are forced to come. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he's like, yeah. you don't have a fucking choice because yeah. I know you would be here if you, if you could yeah. just like, if you could get your mind around it, you would come. I want to yeah. come back to that. Cause that, like yeah, I want to come back to that. The Cause I, there's something like, I want to transition. That to word is that. my favorite word. In yes. The so back to the, back to the dude's anger. He's, he's pissed off that nobody, everybody fucking invited. And again, God invites the religious. I think that yes. needs to be said. He's inviting. Well, it's the same thing with in the it, coming up. We, I mean, we aren't going to get to it tonight. We've talked about it before. The parable of the lost sons. Yeah, yeah. The, the, he invites the, the, the older, older son. sons. Invited. He just doesn't want to freaking show up. Yep, exactly. Um, They're the ones whose antennas are supposed to be pulling in the frequency yes. well, and maybe people who that's are a good, for them. That's a really that's well, a great way of like, putting it's like, that. It's like saying like your great great grandparents. They had the same antenna you did. And they interpreted the signal well. Yes. But it's come to you and you just like you just you're not actually hearing it anymore. You just expect to hear it. And yeah. So you're missing it. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Like you're not picking up the signal. And you don't anymore. expect anybody else to hear it but right. you. And yes. you don't expect it to yeah. change. It's been the same song. Yep. We've got the antenna, they don't have the antenna. Right. Yes. Yes. Yep. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. Which is why he sent Paul. Yeah. Paul yep. said everybody's got the antenna. Yeah. Yep. Everybody can receive the frequency. Um so back to the guy's anger, you know. You know, Capon talks about this, that perhaps the anger is over the insistence of, quote-unquote, living as a way of salvation. Back to what you said earlier about the law. Yeah. There was no... I mean, Jesus never challenged their obedience to the law, no, really. No, never. They were obeying the law. He and, never challenges their theology. And Jesus, their theology was not the fucking problem. Jesus was obedient to the law. Yes. He absolutely was obedient to the law. Um, basically, what the... I mean, the he insistence the on living is... Yeah, the the insistence was over living as a way of salvation, essentially, which if you want to go into it that way, that God is only really working with the lost and the dead. Yeah. He has no use for winners, quote unquote. Yeah. Because if you win, you don't need any yeah. of this shit. Yeah. You don't need I mean the fundamental distinction distinctions in Jesus' parables are, you know, loser all these these, these distinctions in various forms. That, but that's what they basically take. Loser winner, last first. I mean Capon says the last losing, last lost losing little and dead. That's what the parables are about, especially these parables of grace yep. like mm-hmm. this. Um, the attendees, obviously, the ones that actually come are not the winners. They're, mm-hmm. they're the ones that are barely holding on, the ones that are barely making rent, the ones that are barely feeding their family, the ones that are living in the streets and the alleyways. They're a disgrace to polite, party-going society. Well, like, nobody's his, his, nobody's his, inviting these fucking people to parties. His like, disciples were all disgrace. Exactly. Society. Every mm-hmm. one of them. They were dirty-ass fishermen. They were ta- mm-hmm. asshole tax collectors, fucking zealots murderers. who hated Rome. Yeah, murderers. Like, yeah. yeah. 
Yep. Like none of them were elite. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it needs to be said that this isn't a parable about being nice to the less fortunate. No. Yeah. Like no. You, sh- you should do yeah. that. Not. Right. I guess on a very surface level, you can of make course. it. Of course. Of course, Fine. we're saying that's good. Fine. Yeah. Yes, Again, not challenging that. Yeah. Beth signed the boys up to um, help deliver meals to the homeless in Martinsville. Do that. Wonderful. I want them to see that there are people yeah. who are struggling every day mm-hmm. to even just eat. Um, but that's not what this parable is about. I hate the whole the surface level readings. You got to go way deeper than that. It's just you just have to. Yep. Jesus' stuff. Yep. So, but what Jesus is basically doing is he does just about any time he opens his mouth, is standing just all known values on their heads. Yeah, he, the, yeah. he's literally yeah. flipping every bit of like so social convention on its head. Mm-hmm. Religious, social, like all of it. He's yep. taking it all and he's flipping it on its head and going, no, none of that's right. Yep. Yeah. And, and this is in an even stronger honor and shame society than, than we have now. Yes. Where, I mean, oh, yeah, everything so, is... Totally, I mean, the, totally. cur- the currency is honor and shame, which yeah. ironically I think is... Actually, getting closer to our day and age where we have such a strong social media experience because so much of your livelihood is built on the honor and shame built yeah. among social media one way or another. Yep. I mean, particularly for more prominent people. But, like, that's, I mean, you see that people get fired because of things that they said yeah. on social media right. 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. And, right. like, it's it's honor and shame. Mm-hmm. Um and so, like th- these people are shaming the the banquet giver by refusing the the invitation. Yep, it was a free invitation, but assuming that they knew about it, they said that they would come, and now they're saying they can't. Yeah, for whatever reason, right. they just don't feel like it. Yeah, right. It's it's they'd rather do something else. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not coming to your goddamn party. I know. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I, yeah, I get you're right. You know. It, Basically, what Jesus is saying, I think, is that we're going to be dealt with not on what we deserve or what we have a right to. Like, the religious leaders thought they had a right to the kingdom of God. Yep. Based on their pedigree, based on yeah. their birth, based on their lineage. it had to do lineage. with power. Yeah. I mean, what's Paul saying? You know, Paul, Paul, in, I think it's Philippians, lists out his, you know, his basically his yep. line of being a Pharisee. I'm a Pharisee. I was yeah. from the tribe of Benjamin. I'm, and he said it's all, I think he says the word scubalon in Greek. Yeah. Which is shit. It's, it's all shit. shit. Yeah. Every bit of it is shit. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, he clearly got it. He clearly understood what Jesus was doing. It's like it's got nothing to do with who you're born to or yep. where you're born or your, you know, what how much money you have or how yeah. much power you you gain or how much power your family has. Basically, grace it, it's just that grace is working on the untouchable, the unpardonable, the unacceptable. It's working on the dregs of society, the people who know that they have nothing to offer. Yeah. And are and are okay with that. You know, I was I was listening to um Pete Holmes uh, re-released his interview with Bo Burnham, his third interview with Bo Burnham. He's genius. Yeah, mm-hmm. both of them are genius. But Bo Burnham, he's 26, 27 years old, and he's yeah. There's just a depth there that yeah. I can't even fathom. He's just unbelievable. But he said this in that interview. He said, "Performing in life is awful, and freedom and love is the act of dropping your performance. What true love is in a relationship is sitting there going, oh my God, I don't have to perform for this person. I can drop the performance.' Yeah." I mean, I think that that's what God is looking for yep. is people who will drop the act. Yeah. Drop the performance. I'm, I'm a fucking mess. I, you know, a- I, I think, I think that's what has been so, I think that's what you see with the pub. I think that's why it's been so healing yes. for so many people. Yeah. Is that there's, it's a space where people go, Oh, I finally, I don't have to fucking act. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I can just say whatever the hell I feel like, mm-hmm. and there's going to be somebody that goes, "Oh yeah, me too." Mm-hmm. 
or oh yeah, I've, I've, you're not alone. I've dealt with that. Or yeah, you're not alone. I, you mean, like, I mean, like yeah. And I, I think there's something there's something to that. There's the fr- it's the, it's a it's a place of freedom. And this isn't a sales pitch because I honestly don't think the pubs for everybody. But I think it's for mm-hmm. people that um are, are craving a place where they can drop that they can drop the bullshit. Well, how many times do you see posts that start with "I need to vent"? Yeah. I mean, there was one, I think there was one or two just today yeah. alone. Yep. I need to vent. Yep. I, I'm really struggling in my job. I'm really struggling with what my career needs to be. I'm really struggling with a family matter. Um, somebody posted something about a, somebody who, a wife who just got back from a honeymoon who thinks she needs to dissolve the marriage already, yeah. like that she's made a huge mistake. Like, I've made a huge mistake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, honestly, the, one of the great things about this community is that there are days when I know I don't have it in me to look at yes. those, and I scroll past them and go to the dick jokes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, totally. and, I, and when but I you, write that shit, too, for myself, when yes. I say I need to vent, I hope that like there are people who can say, I can't do this today. Yes. And oh, they absolutely. scroll past it. And there's, I, I, there's, I, enough I, there's, people, there's enough people that. in there. There's no guilt. There's no guilt, but there's no. always going to be somebody who goes, oh, I see you. Yeah. I see you. Yep. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't understand what you're going through, but I'm with you. Yeah. Yep. I hold you in the light. I'll hold you, you know, I'll hold you in my heart. I'll, you know, whatever term they want to use. Yeah. Um, it's just dropping the pretense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there, there literally think, is no pretense in there. And that's, yeah. and that's, and I think that is something that Jesus is just railing against here. Yeah. It's just the, the religious pretense. Yeah. The, and I, I was guilty of this as a pastor of caring about people because I got paid to. Yep. Oh, sure. I mean, there were times I'd see somebody coming into my office like, Fuck. I know. There goes an hour and a half of my like, day. Like depending on who yeah. it was, it's like God, I, I can't yeah, do this I right now. I, like, I don't have the yep. emotional capital for it. Yeah, I don't have I like, but you're you know, and so but you've got to put on the game face. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how many Sundays I didn't want to fucking be there. I know all three of us can relate to there. that. I mean, Michael yep. can relate to that. We all can relate you know, to that. I mean, there I were Sundays just like I would rather do anything than go to church today. Yep, mm-hmm. and I had to go yep. and lead worship and put God, game face yeah. on and yeah, I know. So. Let me ask you, do you, oh, let me say this and you can t- say if you agree or disagree. I don't think that's an, an ennoble act. I think that that's actually a noble way of going, of saying, of pressing on through and saying, I'm going to fake it till I make it, or I'm just going to do what I need to do. Cause it may, you, you don't know what, what effect it might have on somebody, even though you're right. not there. Right. Cause even those days where I was leading worship and would have rather have been anywhere than there. Yeah. There were people that st- I still was putting as much as I had into it. Yes. Even though it was basically 1% and, yep. of what you were capable and of. And people yeah. were, I could have been faking it and people were still yeah. connecting with it in yeah. their way. Like, well, and, there's, and there's, then, there's a transfer of energy. Yeah. And I, and I think that that comes out a lot. And then what I would say to that is that if you find yourself, if you are a person in, in a, a position like a pastor or something like that, and you find yourself having more and more and more of those days, that's when you do need to reevaluate if you're doing the right oh, yeah. thing. Because at some point, that does become yes. unhealthy for yes. yourself and for others. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Now, there, there are, I mean, you well, are I, days you got to play hurt. I mean, I would say I got, to, I got to that point when I, I was burned yeah. out. Like, and I, oh, that's yeah, where, totally. I mean, it, obviously, the leadership at my church saw it because I walked into leadership meeting like, you're going to take a month off paid. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't because they were pissed off at me. It was like, they're, he's fucking drowning. Like, we can yeah. tell he's got nothing. Like, yeah. So it was definitely, I was, I, I could only fake it for so long. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. was going, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it when you, obviously, it's a, it we're was a little off topic, obvious, but that's fine. It was I, very obvious yeah. to everyone else, apparently. Sure. That I wasn't doing a great job of faking it. Well, so, I mean, the, like, I mean, the thing with spiritual work, any kind of spiritual work, I mean, I think about this with my therapist and stuff, like, 
any kind of work like that where you're having to take people's pain. Oh, absolutely. And grief mm-hmm. yeah. and anxieties. It's, it's and Michael Clark Duncan in the Green Mile. Yeah. You're just eating yeah. all that shit. You eat, you're like, yeah, I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like at yeah. some point, if you genuinely care about your people, you're just eating all of it. Yeah. You you are. And if you don't have anywhere to go with that, which is why I encourage every pastor who's listening to go find a fucking therapist. Oh, my yep. God. Just there may not be anything wrong with you, but you got to have somewhere to dump that shit. I yep. wish I had a therapist when I was oh, in ministry. Oh, totally. I would maybe totally. still be in it. I might still yeah. be in it. I don't know. Honestly, I mean. Yeah. I mean, I would have um, still been fired, but I might have been able to find another place yes, to go. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, because you, I mean, with spiritual, any kind of spiritual work, and I'm talking like therapy or mm-hmm. ministry or any kind of work where you're having to deal with people's shit, yep. that's spiritual work. If you don't have a place to dump it and have a way to fill yourself back up, you have nothing to mm-hmm. em- offer people. You got empty. Yep. I got empty. Yep. You got empty. I mean, we all, and, and there's a there's a pressure to all of the work in general anyway, mm-hmm. just to be perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then you start dumping other people's shit onto yep. you, and it's like, oh my god. Anyway, that's off topic a little bit, yeah. but that's what the pub that's what the pub's for. Yeah. Is that kind yep. of thing. So patreoncom slash podcast. <laughs> um, but so it's probably not for everyone. No, it might and it might not be, ahead. and that's I'll just fine. Go ahead and say, yeah, it. and it might not be, and if that's if that's, I mean, there's more than more than enough dick jokes to go around yeah. Yeah. and weird things going on in there. But for every five weird things, there are a couple of. Well, ones. I was talking to somebody the other day. I said, actually, the you know the pub, depending on your personality, the pub could be a deeply unhealthy place for you. Yeah, sure. Depending on where you're at, sure. There's times I've had to check out, yeah, because yep. I couldn't take in. I was yeah. I was in a place where I couldn't mm-hmm. take in. I think you've checked out a couple yeah. times. Yep. I mean, totally. you scroll I, you scroll by occasionally. I mean, yep. I deleted it off my phone for a while so that yeah. I oh, sure. checked it every yeah. you know five or six days. Yeah, yep. sure. Yeah, and that's and that's totally understandable. And I think I mean, there's people in the pub, even non-pastored, part-time pastored, whatever the fuck you are, Josh, um, <laughs> who who have done that too. Have said I've just got to fake Michael. Yeah, I'm gonna check out for a minute mm-hmm. for a couple days or whatever um, until I can sort of realign myself yeah. or whatever you know realign my chi or whatever whatever you need to do um yeah i mean i think that that's like i said there's it's for it's not for everybody and we're, yep. we're fine with that yeah so you know i think the um moving over to the host is when I mean, we've been talking about the people who were invited i think the amazing thing about this parable is the hosts just absolute fucking insistence on filling the house. That is how mm-hmm. his, his goddamn house be full of people. Yep. Like, there were two searches. Well, they didn't have refrigeration then. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this right. meat's going to go bad. God damn it. All Somebody this, eat what, this lamb. Say, this camel is <laughs> not going to last. <laughs> Somebody eat the lamb and the figs. It's a um, six-foot sub sandwich. Someone eat it. <laughs> I have 12 pounds of olives. Somebody eat this shit. Sub- <laughs> I had to go into Subway, and now I fucking reek yeah, exactly. just to get this made. So <laughs> I smell like stale Matt, yeast. Matt's got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> the old subway party platter. Oh, oh god, Chipotle caters too. By the way, that's um, great. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that that to me is the most amazing for me personally, at least where I'm at right now. Reading that, that's the most amazing thing to me is just the fucking insistence that his house be full. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that that's I mean that this is obviously a par- you know I know Capon talks, but it's a parable of grace. Yep. That. Go ahead. Well, I just the the differences we were talking earlier about the differences in the agendas of the authors, and and I love that how in Matthew's version we mentioned this earlier that like the, the there's a whole the different, host just goes yeah fucking bizarre. It's a parable of judgment. In yeah, that par- yeah, and because it's yeah. written to a Jewish audience, and it's yeah. probably written post seventy A.D., which means that he's like, you know what, 
you guys have already been like it, this is what happens when you do this. Yes. Do you this like the, do your you city see? is destroyed by the Romans? But this is written. But Luke is written. You know, probably by a Gentile for Gentiles, mm-hmm. and so they're like, just forget them, just fuck them. We're gonna move on. Yeah. yeah. And like these are the people that were invited. We're gonna fill the seats anyway. Yeah. 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 And exactly. there again, the the insistence that the host on filling his house with anyone and everyone. But once again, the insistence in a to an audience, he's speaking this to an audience of powerful religious mm-hmm. people who only want power mm-hmm. in the kingdom. And he's going, no, I insist. It, the house is actually going to be full. Yeah. The kingdom is a, is full of non-powerful people. I mean, you, the, you can come if you want well, to. But that's the thing. Like, but you've got to well, give out the power. What he's they, saying is yeah. the, uh, the, the powerful invited, but they got their own heads so far up their own asses mm-hmm. that they're not even going to be able to see what the party's even there. Right. They're not even going to be able to see that it exists in any way, shape, and form. They can't see where the kingdom's working because they're only concerned with their own standing and their own power. And yeah. what's so awesome is that if at any point, like the land prospector guy decided, you know what? I'm going to go to that. He could have shown up halfway yes. through that thing, and the guy would have been like, come on in. Sweet. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, glad to have yeah. you, man. Yeah, man. Yep, absolutely. Like, I'm you're, done you're... fucking my wife. All right, <laughs> yeah, well, like, hey, come, come on in. Both of you, you're probably What's hungry. Up? You're yeah. probably hungry by now. Wait till <laughs> that thing gets to half mass before you come in, please. But other than that... <laughs> But, you know, I... I, I prematurely yeah, got right. on what was supposed to be a dry run, if you will. So now I'm afraid I have something of a mess on my hands. So many poorly chosen words in that sense. Yeah. Um, All right. But just I, I just keep coming back to that in this parable. Th- that the Franklin Grahams, the Robert Jeffers, they have no interest in the kingdom. No. None. No. None at all. Only their own power. Only authority. Only winning yeah. I mean, the the fact that they got behind Trump. I mean, this is covered very well in a well known documentary called "In God We Trump." Who 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 did that movie? Baloney Maloney. Who? who? Baloney Maloney. Never heard of her. Yeah. It, Christopher Allen Maloney. Not, that's what, not actually Baloney. The, the the documentary does a good job of of talking about that. This evangelical support of Trump really isn't. It shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. No, it's not at all. Because they have no. courted power and authority and winning mm-hmm. for 40 fucking years. Fill the courts. That's all they yep. want to do. 40 yep. fucking years. They have, in this, this is what you get. Mm-hmm. Yep. That eventually you end up, you end up selling your soul to the devil quite literally. Quite literally. For power. Devils. And that yeah. is, this parable is so relevant today because the Christians just, by and large, do not care about the kingdom. No. At you know, I, I often wonder. Because in their minds, the kingdom is this otherworldly place, and if you say the correct words, you'll go there. Yeah. That is not what Jesus is talking about. He is talking about a here and now reality of where God is working. And Jesus is saying in this parable, the powerful and the religious will not see it. They won't I, see it. You know, I legitimately wonder. Let's, let's assume for argument's sake there is a physical heaven. Sure. Let's, let's For argument's sake... Let's just sure. assume that. I wonder, I often wonder about the guys like that. Yeah, why would who, they want to be there? I know, yeah. who, who proclaim their whole life that this is all I care about and blah, 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 and then they get there and there's gay people there and there's transgender people there and there's Mexicans there and there's Muslims there and there's fucking Buddhists there and there's literally every tribe and tongue and nation. Paul was not making shit up when he wrote that. Every tribe and tongue and nation will be represented By the way, there. that's why I still can't get I still can't shake the idea of a hell for that very reason. Not, I know. I know. I That's seek, where I'm not, at, too. Not because I seek retribution yes. for yeah. people, but although, okay, maybe I do. But, like, 
my motivation is mainly because of that. Like, there has to be a fucking choice, doesn't there? Yeah. If there's an afterlife, once again, there's there's I, a, there's a second son, I a under, prodigal son. I understand that's an assumption that there's an afterlife. Yes. I totally understand. But let's for for the, the sake of argument, play along, Billy. Play along. All right. <laughs> He got his mention. Jesus fucking God Christ. Damn. Just play along. How far were we into this? <sighs> and and say that there's a that there's an afterlife. Okay, and I once again I understand that's a very big assumption and a very big Absolutely. Ask, okay. Sure. But like there has to be a choice. Yeah. Because if if you're it, outside of the fact that when you die your consciousness completely changes. Yeah. Okay? Because but other than that like if you're a racist person you're not going to stop. Being why would racist. you want to be in a place? It's what. It's why li- would you want to be in a place where there's people that aren't white? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And like, Jesus isn't fucking white. But you know what I'm saying. Like why? Yeah, like, right. Why? What? Why would you want to be in a place like that? If you hate gay people, why would you want to be in a place where there's going to be gay people? Yeah. Why? Like I know. And this is why I think Christians fight so hard to only be with people that are just like them. Yeah. The tax collectors and the harlots are entering the kingdom ahead of you. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's all throughout the gospel. All throughout his this teachings, idea, man. Go and read the rest of the parables that follow this one. Yeah. They're all the same. It's all yeah. saying your religious leaders aren't going to see it because yeah. they don't get it. It's Because for them, it's only about power, authority, and prestige. And Jesus mm-hmm. is saying, God doesn't care about one bit of that shit. Yeah, there are a couple things. Not that, one bit. There are a couple things. Again, going back mm-hmm. to the assumption that there is a, an afterlife and there's a heaven, there's a hell, whatever. I'm starting to believe more in hell now than I used to. Um, <laughs> Fancy that. I know, right? Um, you believe in it, you stop, and then you're like, eh, maybe, maybe there is. Um, there are a couple things that, that always come to my mind when I when I think about that. One is the parable of the prodigal son, or the lost, the two lost sons, I think is what Capon calls it, which I love. Yeah. The, the son is at the party. Both sons are at the party. Yes. One is willing to go in. One yes. is willing not to, and why? Because he was so pissed off. I think that that, that was, guy got a party. Yeah, I think that that was the. I think, and the other thing I think of tying in with that is that that hell will be part of heaven if that's a thing. And I think that I think Rob Bell did a whole did a couple series on um, heretic. No, the fire, <laughs> the fire we. The fire. I, I don't even remember what it was called. Anyways, years ago, but I think it, if I remember correctly, it talked about that that. For for people like Franklin Graham, who spend their whole life marginalizing people, seeking power, control, all this stuff, basically being the religious leaders in yes. this story, heaven would be hell for them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. I, I, I don't know that hell and heaven are two different entities. I think they're both the same. It's all how you gate. You can go one either direction, depending uh-huh. on what you want to do. It's the same fire. It's just whether or not it, whether, how, how you take to the purification. Well, Paul talks about that. Yeah. That some will pass through and they'll just be saved, but some, some people's works will pass through, yep. you know, as diamond and all that, mm-hmm. you know, and some will just pass through and be burned up like straw, but they will survive the flames. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, those are two things that I keep coming back to as far as, people like the religious of today, the mm-hmm. fundamentalists and the evangelicals who are just are fine with people in cages. They're fine with children dying in cages and they're fine with leaving people who are seeking help from violence in other countries being thrown into prisons. And le- and the and the thing is too is that what I found what I found for myself anyway is that at some point I get so uh, like all of a sudden used to again feeling like I'm right. Yep. Oh, so yeah. I think for me, that's something that I have to be careful with, especially in, in, 
in passages like this where I'm like, well, it's so obvious. Like the religious leaders. Equals, <laughs> I'm not that guy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the dude. I'm not the dude like saying the stupid platitude that launches Jesus into this. And you know that you hear the disciples go, oh yeah. shit, right before, right as he's yeah. like, yeah. But I Sometimes am that back guy. Going, like, oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, so like, yeah. I mean, you, you have you are always that person. And if you choose, if you if you start start to believe you're not, that's exactly when you are. Well, that's what repentance is. It's yeah. changing your mind. Yep. It's not it's changing. It's a literal your, turning. It's a literal turning of your yeah. mind to see things differently. Yep. You can choose to see it the way the religious leaders did and go, oh, we're not we're not those guys when they fucking were. Or mm-hmm. you can say, no, I realize that I might be the religious leaders, and I would rather be at the party than seek the power and the wealth yep. and the control of all that you know that kind of shit. So. How do we get to the party? Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, there's a couple of things I want to say too, and then we'll, I, there's another thing I want to compare it to. Um, <laughs> I want to say a couple of things and say another I'm going to say a couple of things. Yeah, I kind of got lost about halfway can, through can that we also <laughs> Can we also say, can you imagine, I always like to try to put myself in the Sitting gospel. and listening to that? It's not only sitting and listening to that. Can you imagine being his disciples and you go back home, you're like, Jesus, what the fuck, dude? Like, you're you're going to get killed, right? You know, like, that, I right? mean, seriously, like, yeah. I mean, Jesus knew, everybody knew these guys had it mm-hmm. out for him, and Jesus just couldn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And you got but like, can you imagine the disciples going? I mean, I think it's one reason why Judas finally just got fucking fed up with yeah. it. It's like, I, yeah. I'm not, I can't do this shit anymore. Like, yeah. yep. you know, but he, you know, Jesus is literally just like, yeah, no, no, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. You I got mean, like but, top, I can't one of the younger them, guys, like popcorn in the back. Like, I just can't <laughs> imagine them leaving a party and them going, Dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> These are the guys, because in their minds, I mean, there's times where they're like seeking power. I mean, hey, Jesus, when you come into your kingdom, can we sit at your right, can we sit at your right and your left? <laughs> He's like, you know, all right, God damn it. Like, it I mean, and so start over. they didn't Do you want to drink either. this cup. They're like, yeah, sure. He's like, oh, God damn it. Like, this parable would have been just as much for them as for the mm-hmm. religious leaders because they didn't get it either. Yeah. They wanted the power. They wanted the authority. Yeah. I they mean, may wh- not have had power, but they wanted they it. They wanted it. The people who had it yes. didn't want to lose it. They had a very narrow understanding of the kingdom. And I just sound I mean, familiar. You can imagine them leaving, and the disciples going, "Dude, yeah, you should be courting these people." And Jesus is like, "You don't fucking get it. Yeah, you yep. don't get it." Well, I mean, I mean, this is which g- is the right and the left of today's it is. Christian yeah. Yeah, political it is. spectrum. Mm-hmm. You've got the people who have the power. And they don't want to lose it now. And you have the people who used to have power, don't have power. Yes. They want it back. But want it back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And both of them are willing to do whatever it takes. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it says he was being carefully watched. So, like, at this point, the jig is almost up. Like, yeah. he's he's going down. They're looking for a reason to to fuck him over. And he didn't care. No. Yep. He's. It's, I mean, he just, you know, the grace in this whole thing is that there's there's nothing fair or equitable or proportionate about this host's insistence. Mm-hmm. He's just grabbing people off the street. Yeah. Like just... He's compelling them. Yeah. Let me find the <laughs> yeah. lowest of the low. Come to my goddamn house. I've got... I've got lamb. I've got olives. I've got figs. I've got uh, more wine than you can possibly yeah. drink bacon. in an evening. I've got, <laughs> yeah, Jesus was cool with bacon by this point. I've got bacon. I mean, whatever. Like, I've got it all. Like, you know, Capon calls it God's monomaniacal commitment to grace. Yep, like I awesome. fucking love that term. That's so monomaniacal great. commitment to grace. Basically, fill my goddamn house up. I want people here. Yep. Um, so I, you know, I thought about that in, in terms of the wedding this past weekend. Brad, you weren't there for it, but you were. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the Quincy Abbey Quabby wedding, um, they wanted to do the Eucharist, which was which was great. I loved it. Um, 
because even even the two of them are in different places spiritually, which is which is great. I mean, that's I mean everybody kind of is, I think. Um, so we did due to dietary concerns, we did a uh, uh, chocolate and cold brew coffee for communion, which I thought was cool because yeah. we talked about the sweetness and the bitterness of life together and all that, and we talked about Jesus's you know Jesus in the Eucharist pouring himself out for what um, sh- was it uh, Shmaman. Mm-hmm. calls for the, the li- world. for the life of the world and how we're supposed to be broken and poured out as well. Um, and taking the Eucharist into ourselves fills us up so that we can be poured out for the world. Anyway, I'm sitting there. They, Abby, Abby and Quincy took their communion. I went up after them, took communion, sat down, and literally everybody in the place got up and got in line. And I'm watching people that I know very well that I love unconditionally from every possible end of the spectrum mm-hmm. and every point in between taking the body of Christ into them. Like in the first thing that popped in my head was this fucking parable was the insistence that my house be full. Yep. I'm looking at our friend Billy, who's the worst atheist ever. <laughs> you know, I'm looking and at the worst person ever. Yeah, basically it's got a nice butt though. Um, it's got a nice head. It's got a nice head. Non euphemistically. <laughs> Actual head, actual head. Okay, yeah. Um, and I'm watching, you know, other people I know who are who are who have given up on the whole idea of the mm-hmm. divine. And I'm watching people who I know are a little bit more conservative. And I'm watching people who are sort of in between all those things, all standing in line together, taking the body of Christ mm-hmm. into them. And and the whole time I'm going, his yep. house is going to be full. Yep. Of these people. Mm-hmm. Because this is who I get to spend eternity with. Like bust out let's, the T-Rex costume, let's, man. I'm yeah, ready let's for fucking it. do it. Let's dance. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. And I mean, I just it, it was a very moving moment. I, I was almost in tears. It was a very moving moment just to see a living parable take place yeah. before my eyes. Yeah. Um you know, when I when I first thought about wanting to actually become an actual priest, um, like like in that, that, in that kind that of going, oh god, buddy? fuck off. <laughs> like when I first thought about that was one of the first times I heard like I heard one of one of the prayers which says <laughs> is when I, I heard one of the priests say, like, let these for us be the body and the blood of Christ. Yeah. Like, they, they, it's not it, it's not some stupid transubstantiation shit. It's also not some sort of like, oh, well, these are just simple. Like, these for us right now can be this. Yeah. And whatever that needs to mean for us, whatever it can, yes. or, or whatever potentiality it holds in us, yes. and whatever it can do for us when we leave here... Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that it changes the way we view reality, let it be that for us now. Yeah, absolutely. And like, that's what that was. Like, that was a chance to come together. And for everyone there, it meant something different. Absolutely. From the most orthodox was person awesome. there to the to the yes. the worst diet atheist yes. person there. Like it, it gave us a chance <laughs> yeah. to for that moment for those to be the body and blood of Christ. Yes. The Christ. Yes. You know, and the Christ. Just, yeah. You might say the cosmic Christ. Maybe matter and spirit, a pastorization of the, body, <laughs> yeah, of the Christ. Yeah. Indeed. Yes. It, yeah, absolutely. That's that's a thought I had, too, is that, like, it's going to mean something different for everybody. Yeah. I know what it means to me, yep. but even around this table, with the three of us being pretty much in the same place, yeah. it, it means something different. Yep. And I think that that is the, the genuinely beautiful mystery of the Eucharist in this parable, is that the banquet may mean something different for somebody sitting right next to me. Mm-hmm. But we're both there, and we're both having a fun. Mm-hmm. We're both having a party. We're both hanging out. Like, it, it, and I think about the thing about this parable is that no matter where you, whatever, wherever you were in the alleyways or the streets or in your life, 
there was a commonality found in the party. Yeah. There's there's no longer distinctions anymore. Yes. You're just at the party. Yep. You're mm-hmm. just a party goer. Yep. We take the Uyghurs at the wedding. We're no longer atheist, agnostic, Christian, mystic. You're just people eating the elements. You're man. just people eating the elements. Yep. I mean, that... I mean, fuck, I could cry thinking about it. Like, that yeah, is... So yeah. It made me, it made me like, it's just like, well, why the hell would I go to church now? Like, this is like, if I could just yeah, do this every week. We fucking had church. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, all the stuff that, you know, I put into, into the, into the actual ceremony was just about love mm-hmm. and about relationship and about, you know, we talked about, you know, Martin Buber, the I thou, like expending yourself on behalf of the other. That is the Eucharist. Yeah. In a nutshell. Mm-hmm. You had, you had Schmemann. You had Boober, and you had a Buddhist blessing, and I had that. Eric Fromm. And you had, yeah. I mean, I had, I mean, fucking everything in there. Like yeah. I had a dick and joke a dick joke and a dick joke. So, I mean, it was just something. Which is the pub, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah that's the pub. The, the wedding <laughs> ceremony was the pub in a nutshell. That's what yeah. they wanted. That's what I gave them. I mean, so give the people what they want. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought about this today too. You remember the story we did a number of months ago about the the bride in Carmel. Yeah, who got stood got up. stood up? What was it, the reception or the rehearsal it was dinner? A reception, and it was like God. She had spent like thirty grand on it or twenty grand. This or is Car- Carmel's one of the richest. It's the richest city in Indiana, Indiana probably yeah. by a long shot. Yeah, but she invited the homeless of Indianapolis. Yep, like they went to shelters. Did you hear this story? No, I don't oh, remember this awesome. at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. She invited. She's like. I've got all this fucking food. And well, they had. She didn't go to shelters. They came to the event because. Oh yeah, she had already had the place rented. Yeah, so she just. I probably just called the shelters and said, "Hey, I've got all this food, yep. cake, whatever. Come and celebrate. Come celebrate. Yep. I mean, that is the. That's yep. a goddamn parable. It it's like the parable. That is right the there. parable. Yeah. I mean, oh, you people who you know you couldn't. I mean, it was a little. It's slightly different. She yeah, got right. stood up, but oh well. Let's well, just. I mean, God's kind of getting stood up right now. Yeah. That's a fair point. <laughs> that is a fair point. I just I thought about the day. I mean, that is a those that and the the wedding Eucharist. It's funny they're both wedding related. Yeah, and Jesus used those images a lot. Well, as I well. think he used those images a lot because wedding is about union. Yeah, it's you know, union it's and about celebration union and celebration. Yep, mm-hmm. I think you're right. Yep, absolutely. Spiritual spirit and matter coming together. Yeah, is, yeah. yeah, and that's what the Eucharist is. Yeah, I think you talked about this with the Eucharist. We're kind of off topic, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> This is something you pointed out that, that struck me years ago. That you know the normal, the typical Eucharist is bread and wine. Yep. That bread is a very temporary, temporal thing. It's going to go stale. Yep. This sits out for a day or two. Wine, however, is more of an eternal thing. Generally, the longer wine sits, a good wine. And don't at me. Oh, once it gets to a certain peak, I, fuck off. We just get it. Understand the point. It's slightly more. It's more. It's an eternal, more eternal yeah. thing. So you're taking. Again, well, you're actually, taking you're taking you're partaking of temporary and eternal. You're taking of matter and spirit. Yeah, yep. essentially is what you're doing. So, um, we were able to I do had that. that. I had that thought before I burned out of ministry. Yeah, I was a decent minister. And you were. <laughs> we all were. Yeah. Well, and you know one of one of the coolest images from the, it, it to a degree it actually works really well with the coffee and the chocolate. Um, but 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 also with bread and wine that especially thinking of the wedding itself. Because we're now every everyone. I mean, Chris, Christopher Maloney and, and God with Trump is is back in in you know Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Like we and we're going to do a road trip at some time as well. But like, though, I mean, there, there's this great prayer in the Didache where it talks about how this bread, which was scattered on the hills, mm-hmm. so like there's wheat scattered on the hills, it was brought together to a unity, and then it's this idea that now it's being broken 
yeah. and being yeah. scattered amongst each of us, and now it goes back out. Yes. And then we come back together and bring yeah. it back together. Yeah. Yes. And we scatter and yeah, we bring yeah. it. I mean, think about how many people were together. Same, yeah. Our Oklahoma, uh, Minnesota, yeah. Illinois, um, Indiana, Tennessee, Georgia, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, um, Ohio. People from literally all over the Midwest and Great Plains. And I mean, you think about the 100th episode, mm-hmm. people from the fucking West Coast, yeah. Oregon, California. Yeah. Um, we got people from the, for the third anniversary talking about coming from other countries. Yeah. I mean, like, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, it's it fucking completely. insane. Yeah. I know. Awesome. But you, again, you're, you're literally scattering it to the ends of the earth. You know, I mean, yep. almost literally. Um, that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just. I mean, I don't really know what the point of this whole episode is, but just, just kind of rest in that, like that you're take the invitation, take the invitation Show to the up. table, like just come to the party, take the invitation to yeah, the party. We want, we want you there. Live, live your, I mean, live as a fully realized human being and strive for that. That's that's what all Jesus was doing. Where's where's the invitation? Like that's always the question. Yeah, where is the invitation? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So yeah. like I mean yeah I think about this if there if there is a point <laughs> to all this like <laughs> where's the invitation yeah. and like if I thought of that more often during during my normal days I would live a much more uh, mm-hmm. loving and purposeful and open handed life yeah yeah where's the invitation right here? yep Instead where's the being, invitation to invite where's the invitation to accept yeah. where's the invitation for grace where's the invitation for forgiveness mm-hmm. yep instead all of being of that. spending most of my day being pissed off texting my wife saying I fucking hate this job or whatever it is yeah, like right. I, I, I can't I mean, relate to that no you can't at all <laughs> <laughs> doing it right now though yeah you're doing a little bit better <laughs> no I'm doing a lot better right. <laughs> you yeah. are I, Matt I'm, I think I'm you're a, doing well I'm Thanks, agreeing buddy. with you. Well, you Dick. said a little better. I'm doing a lot better. Oh, God. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. On a scale of ten, you're like a three now. Are we <laughs> done here? Yeah. All right, good. I have no idea what to call this episode. Don't either. The kitchen sink. <laughs> you can tell us what I don't think it has one coat here. I think we just call them deconstructive parables, don't we? The banquet. Yeah, I think that's what we've done before. Yeah. All right. Show up to the banquet. Where's the invitation? Where's the invitation? Where's the invitation? Come to show up to the party. Show up to the party. Yeah. All right. Feedback. Feedback. Brad, what do you got? Uh, one five star review. Nice. Woot. Uh, from Fleazy Myth. I've been listening for over a year. Sorry. Uh, after the first epitode, I joined the pub. Can anybody believe how epitode has caught on? Still, I was th- that was you were I there. Was there. It was you episode. and Pickens and yeah. so me and Michael. Here, yeah. yeah, the for podcast. Ago. The podcast God. has turned invaluable for my wife and I. The conversations have taught me how useless labels really are, and sparked the inspiration to live more authentically and honestly after years of evangelical repression. Can't thank you boys enough. Long you love Tim. Hashtag <laughs> Randy. <laughs> Wait, I have no they, idea what episode that was. They that we joined did after that. the first episode that they listened to. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, they were down like, the road. Did you have the pub at that point? I don't think yeah. you did. No. Not our first episode. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Couple um, months in, we did. Yeah. So there you go. One five. Awesome. Right. Thank you. Write a five star review. Thanks, guys. On Apple Podcasts. Yep. On Apple Podcasts, it has to be yeah. Apple Podcasts. And actually hit enter. If you're yeah. international. <laughs> 
If you're international and leave one, hit us up. You let us know because it's a completely different thing. I check Canada check. occasionally, but I don't yeah. check anything else because I don't. Yeah, I don't have any you don't idea. check iTunes New Zealand very often. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> so no. yeah, if you're if you're Montenegro an international listener, and there's a few of you, please uh, let us know if you yeah. left a review. Please leave a review. It, it, it helps our it helps our visibility, which is pretty crucial to yep. this thing going. So yeah, Twitter top ten. All right. Uh, alternate hashtags. Oh, nice. Randy Boxwine at Brandon Evans 619. <laughs> Randy Boxwine. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> at Pastors Podcast. Alternate hash, hash pags. I don't think he meant to put hash pags. <laughs> Maybe he did. Uh, for Epitode 128. God, it won't go away. It won't. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It, of all like the, the things. If there's anything that the pub I thought, does. Honestly, God, I thought the thing that would hang on forever is Michael's whale mouth. But it turns out it's been they no. say, Epitode. They say the internet is forever. Yeah. yeah. Apparently in the pub. We're not putting every, those pictures up. Everything in the pub is forever, uh, so too. So here's the alternate hashtags. Hashtag very tiny and warm. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag... <laughs> hashtag nutty goodness hashtag apocalyptic dick hammer hashtag this is how you yeah hashtag this is how you make a centaur hashtag just got to the bottom hashtag homophonic baby just got to the bottom the old the old bottoming out and then hashtag potato burger <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine how they tried to spell that. By the way, I will say, uh, uh, Sauron, the queen herself, mm-hmm. made me pimento cheese and brought it all the way from Aww, Oklahoma. Very and nice it is ver. delicious. Thank you so much. Good job getting a speed and taking it away home, Becky. <laughs> That's Matt making fun of you. I'm not. Uh, thank you for the pimento well, cheese. Well, you know, to be fair, in Oklahoma, the, the um, turnpikes are like 75 miles and, an hour. And Becky, hit me up if you want your Tupperware back. <laughs> I can mail it, I suppose. Um, Or just wait until March. Uh, Number 10. Wait, I found Becky's theme song. (laughs) All right. Uh, Number 10, Alex Samuel at A.W. Samuel I.W.U. All right. I.W.U.? I.W.U. Oh, that's Indiana Indiana Westland. Yeah. man. Marion. Isn't that Marion? Yeah. They must be listening in secret. No. All right. Uh, at Pastors Podcast, just finished episode or just finished seven episodes in two days. Oh my god! god. Damn. Oh my god! Hashtag love it. Hashtag Michael's whale mouth. Hashtag. <laughs> it's yeah. back. Hashtag eat krill. <laughs> yep. That's amazing. So we got a new god. one. God, seven episodes. We, we, we've hooked a new one. <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> Those, I, in fairness, those are when they weren't three hours long. That's a good point. Uh, number nine, Zach Crater didn't touch her. At Zach Crater, never heard of her. From uh, balls, bubbles, bubbles, bruise, and nut sacks. Uh, at Pastors Podcast, Scott Watkins' accent is smooth and intoxicating, yes, much like himself. Also, his honesty and vulnerability was refreshing and inspiring. Thank you all. I'll see your hashtag level seven demon and raise a hashtag level eight exorcist. Hashtag doomsdong. <laughs> <laughs> so great. <laughs> Number eight, Jason Williams at JW47421 at Passage Podcast. So glad I stuck around to be the, to the very end to experience the hashtag soundboard orgy. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a, it's kind of a thing now. <laughs> hashtag doomsdong. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hold on. Typing. Has, uh, number seven, Randy Boxwine at Brandon Evans, 619. Uh, hashtag, or at Pasha's Podcast, the soundboard explosion at the very end of each episode is getting to the point where it needs its own theme song. Would write one, but I have the musical talent of a drill. Hashtag <laughs> Doomsdong. Hey, hashtag, it worked for Jackal. Hashtag Unholy Heretic. Loud noises! Didn't that, uh, wasn't that on uh, uh, Hot for Teacher? Didn't he use a fucking drill on his guitar? No, that was Jackal. I thought it's not Hopper teacher. teacher too. No, no, it's not Hopper Teacher. All right, it was Hopper another, Teacher's the one. It's another video I jacked off to. And <laughs> number six, high school. It was like three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> number up? number six, Casey and Achtung Casey, the German Wonderkind. On what was right. at Pastors Podcast? So much good this week with Scott Watkins. This there's this great lyric by some band that goes, <laughs> "The worst things in the world are justified by belief." Uh, hashtag people matter more than belief. Hashtag level seven demon. Hashtag doomstone. That band is porno for pyros. It is, right. Yeah, with Perry Farrell. Yeah, <laughs> boy, they were God. They were terrible. Well, nice, nice segue. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I wondered why you came up with all bands with porno for pyros. Well, it's been called stealing. I thought we have we always have stealing things, so I thought I'd use it, but. Uh, number five, Tracy with a Y at Ukulele Tracy. I forgot how much I missed Scott Watkins' perspective listening to the latest Pastors Podcast episode, and the tenets of humanism helped inspire my last sermon. So, bonus for what it's worth, I think Moonshine definitely sharpens your interviewing skills. <laughs> Might need to try that at work. <laughs> Don't tag no, me, no. Tracy. No. I've just seen you. you really I've seen keep, you consume alcohol. Yeah. Boy, do not yeah. know. I've seen Tracy buttered. Yeah, so. she and Travis both were. <laughs> yeah, buttered, covered, smothered, yeah. and chunked. So. Uh, number four, <laughs> Rev Ben PF at Ben Paul Fountain. PF Changs. Chang? PF Changs. Nice. I like to send my friends. Video. Oh, he's in the pub now. Yep. Yep. All right. Can I read? Hi this Ben. Now? Yeah. Right. Go ahead. Uh, I like to send my friends videos of me eating a sandwich with Pastors Podcast, playing Fat Pastors in the background. Hashtag living the dream. <laughs> I love that. That's pretty good. It is. That's a good troll. I like Number that. three, Derek Blaylock at Derek A. Blaylock. Uh, what does it say that at the beginning of Pastors Podcast podcast, when they're sober, it's a circus shit show. But as the show goes on and they're five, six, seven, eight drinks in, <laughs> they have cogent discussions. Or what does that say about me? Damn it. <laughs> to which I responded, we're professionals. Do not attempt it. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Victoria well. Tuzinski at Victoratron. It's <laughs> the name of her band, Victoratron. That's, That's awesome. her solo Conquer stuff. Conquer the Victoratron. It's her solo stuff. Yeah. yeah. Conquer the Victoratron. <laughs> <laughs> you got that? I'll get it, yeah. All right. Uh, if she doesn't change her band name immediately, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> at Pastors Podcast, nothing like having IPP epitode reruns on for your road trip, taking a nap while the husband drives, and being jolted awake by America! Fuck yeah! yeah. Dude, we haven't had that yet this week. <laughs> because you all apparently <laughs> refuse to volume check your damn sound effects. <laughs> Middle finger, heart. <laughs> Hashtag great content, trash sound. Hashtag love ya. <laughs> she volunteered to be our uh, sound engineer. I was like, eh. America, fuck yeah. Coming again to save the motherfucking day, yeah. All right. So lick my butt and suck on my balls. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, number one. Oh, sorry. Uh, drum roll. 
Laurel. 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 Uh, yeah, we don't have Laurel this week. That's a Christopher Maloney at Baloney Maloney. Hey, Chrissy. Chrissy B. <laughs> Chrissy B. <laughs> Speaking of another guy I got to talk to a lot. Yeah. It was nice. He's a, <laughs> he walked up and, and like shook my hand and, and I was like, and who are you? He's like, I'm Chris. We're going to take a road trip. Again. Oh, fuck yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He and I stood in the back being fairly introverted talking to one another. Yeah. And it was great. Uh, well, everybody was making complete. What's up, Lenny? Hey, Lenny. Complete asses of themselves on the dance floor. He and I were back talking about politics. And it was actually great. Uh, <laughs> at Pastor's Podcast, Scott Watkins should be called Scottkins. Scott Watkins. It's, easy, it's easier for everybody. Scott-kins. Hashtag Doomsong. <laughs> should be called, wait, read that again. Scott Watkins should be called Scottkins. It's easier for everybody. <laughs> Hashtag Doomsong. Scottkins. I like that. I do too. Odds and Scottskins. Odds and Bodkins. Odds and Scottkins. I don't know what that All is. Right. Odds and Bodkins. You never heard that? Nope. Nope. Right. Nope. nope. Sorry. It's all Look you, it buddy. Up. Google it. No. Nope. It's on nope. Urban Dictionary. Probably not going to. Uh, that's it. Yeah. All right. Hashtags. Oh, wait a minute. I can play the thing. No. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait for it. Well, we paid close attention and we wrote them all down. Now it's time to decide our hashtag. Good old B-52s. <laughs> Uh, Lauren in the little shop of horror. Yeah, I don't have too many. Uh, hashtag scattered, keep. smothered, and covered. <laughs> hashtag off-puttingly sweaty. <laughs> the Travis Pinkson the story. Matt, the, the Matt Pauly Yeah, story. it was definitely yeah. you. That was definitely me, yeah. <laughs> he was shiny. You were flop sweaty. I was sweating. <laughs> I was dripping. Yeah. Uh, hashtag polished Billy, Billy's head. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Josh the asshole. <laughs> Truth. Hashtag that will put a dent. The Michaela Casey story. I know, right? <laughs> it's so true, unfortunately. Hashtag that will put a dent in your cartel. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag trimming the hedge. <laughs> like that. That's right. Kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. Surreal. Surreal. <laughs> <laughs> surreal. A surreal killer. Surreal. Surreal. It's like how Rob Bell's is miracle. 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 Surreal killer. Miracle. God, what word does he say that miracle. I absolutely want to punch him every time? Poem. 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 Yeah. Poem. poem. Like Genesis dude. begins with a poem. Poem. Uh, I'll write a poem with a crown. Hashtag God. fucking servitism. And hashtag smells like stale yeast. <laughs> the subway story. God, I hate the smell. There is nothing worse. I know the smell of a subway. You literally have to, if you're going to go, you have to take a change of shirt. Yep. Or you have to be out in like less than two or three. You months. will reek for days. Drive through. I cannot. There's a couple that have it. Cannot imagine my what, first, what it would smell like to work there. And go my first church that I worked at, there was a, like only restaurant in town was like yeah. a burger joint and subway yeah so we'd go eat at subway and i'd have to go home you uh, it's disgusting and change shirts because yeah. i couldn't stand the smell of myself yeah, in the office so in the afternoon. Yep. it was awful yeah it's horrifyingly bad like yeah. I, they have to know like how can you not i know i mean you can go eat at a jimmy john's they make their bread and it doesn't mm-hmm. smell like an no anus. it does like i don't understand <laughs> what they're doing it wrong. literally permeates your skin it does shirt. yeah yeah it's gross yep all right what else you, go, got? you got casey all right hashtag shed spread <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> hashtag honky bucket. <laughs> and then the next three are together. Hashtag trimming the hedge. Hashtag repairing the hedge. Hashtag straddle his bush. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's really good. Straddle his bush. I don't know what hashtag nothing to do with your jizz is about, but oh. it's on there. <laughs> you oh, said, uh, somebody said the word cum, and I was like, uh, that's and right. I said, it's nothing to do with <laughs> your jizz. Right. Move on. Uh, hashtag don't laser your cooch. <laughs> Good advice for everybody. Paltrow story, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Uh, hashtag receive the frequency. God, hashtag I bet that thing looks like a war crime <laughs> at this point. All the sh- weird <laughs> funky shit she does. God. Chris, Chris Martin got out in time. Yeah, Jesus. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> Man. Hashtag God got <laughs> Literally <laughs> and figuratively. <laughs> that, took, that took a half second to land, but I've, got, did. A, I've got a new entry. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> uh, hashtag God got, God got stood up. <laughs> hashtag hooked a new one. Nice. He said we hooked a new one oh. with the Michael's <laughs> Wellman. Yes. Hashtag skunk piss. <laughs> What was that? Corona. Corona. Oh, yeah. God. It's <laughs> hashtag full stick buttered. <laughs> hashtag moose's rules for drinking. Wait, did you not get hashtag country crocked? Hashtag shed spread. Hashtag shed spread. Hashtag Matt was barely country crocked. <laughs> hashtag meat in that manwich. Oh. Gross. My manwich. <laughs> hashtag stop fucking my bush. Ew. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Drunken louts. Man, like you know, you know, there are ways with jokes. There are roundabouts, and then there are just plow through it. And Matt is almost always. I am. Plow straight I am through. always. God, in oh, every, yes. I plow straight through. In every, in every, in every aspect of your life, you are just an absolute battering ram. Hey Beth, do I plow straight through? Oh, she's upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> In every aspect of your life. Oh, I do. Mattering. I totally do. You're always roundabout. I just roundabout almost always funnier when it comes to a joke. And you're just like, check nah, the quit fucking my bush. Oh, okay. <laughs> you could do trimming your heads. You could do. <laughs> no, nope, I just quit fucking my bush. Okay. God. Subtlety, not your art. It's not. I've never claimed it was. <laughs> That's what I bring to the podcast. <laughs> For those who aren't good with metaphor, God, <laughs> you're like the re- the reverse of Bill Maloney. <laughs> that's that's a deep that cut. A deep There's cut. only about three people yeah, are going to get Lucas that. Get One of them is Lucas. I Lucas do not know what that uh, is. Vigilantes of Love. Nope. Oh, oh man. man, I love Bill Maloney. Yeah. Hashtag New Michael. <laughs> Hashtag Weird Al Jeopardy. <laughs> Hashtag Painted Donkey. This is an that's entry from story. Beth. Hashtag Debonkey. De- <laughs> Hashtag ample man boobs. What was that in I reference? Said that. Oh, about the guy that yeah, somehow yeah, exactly. wrapped yeah. around his uvula nips. <laughs> how do we have uvula nips? Other than I'm not sure how to spell uvula. U v u l a. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag don't taser your cooch. Hashtag twelve pounds of olives. Hashtag soundboard orgy and hashtag conquer the Victoratron. <laughs> <laughs> See, we can do that in the tagger band. <laughs> oh, man, I like that. All right, Brad, what do you like out of yours? Oh, man. Uh, I like polished Billy's head. <laughs> um, and uh, trimming the hedge. <laughs> Casey, you had a really, really good one. 
Shed spread, uh, straddle is bush. That's it. Yeah. Straddle, is, straddle is bush. <laughs> See, that's subtle. That's around. Is that's subtle. No. Are you fucking kidding no, me? Because I mean, it's that more, is not subtle. It's more subtle than it, fuck the bush. Yeah, fuck, stop fucking my bush. You're telling me that, that <laughs> what he said bush. isn't more subtle than yours. <laughs> By like half a step. Well, hey, but still. You know what? Every half step counts. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> does it? It does. This is your last week on this podcast. <laughs> I, I I'm fine with whatever. What you? What was yours? Shed spread no. or straddle is bush. I'm fine with that. Are you good with that? <laughs> oh sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have anything that's going to top that. I could have also done drunken louts. Or barely country crocked. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one too. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Let's, let's, Casey's the guest. Let's let Straddle him. Yeah. Straddle his bush. Straddle All right. Bush. All right. Uh, closing time. Uh, if uh, hit us up on social media with the hashtag Straddle. <laughs> Straddle his bush. Uh, we're on Twitter at Pastors Podcast, Facebook, Facebook.com, Pastors Podcast, Instagram and Glorious Pastors. Casey, you're at the JM Casey. Brad. Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> Pauline Brad. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of at Pauline Matt. All right, closing time. Subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. We need those ratings. They help us get noticed. It's good for us because we make the money. Um, not really. We don't make All money. Of no, the money. We, we don't make any don't. money. We yeah. buy beer. We buy beer. And yes. sound equipment. Uh, check out our website, gloriouspastors.com. Support for this podcast comes from listeners like you. Support us on Patreon. Join the Pastors Pub. Get access to our spin off podcast, Pastors Community Church, Hymns of Reconstruction, Turk Talk, Pub Crawl, Special Music, uh, any special shit that we're doing, like the Cosmic Christ stuff that we're yeah. doing. Uh, buy us around. Friday? Huh? Next one come out Friday. I can never find Saturday to record. Saturday. I think they're I will about be Saturday. a new PCC out. I've got it done. I just need to record it. Same. Yeah, I need to start working on the because your two are coming up, so I need to start working on number five here pretty soon, yeah. probably. Uh, anyway, uh, buy us around and even help shape the content of this show. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pastors podcast. Final thoughts? Nope. Is that it? Got Case? nothing. Is that raw like sushi? Oh my God. <laughs> that is just a foul. It's disgusting. <laughs> foul. The 90s, not subtle. <laughs> The Matt, pa- I'm like this, like my life yeah, is the '90s, just not much. subtle, like just overt. The, the dream of the '90s is alive with Matt Polly, man. Basically, yeah, is, uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty direct. Let's get the fuck out of here. So long, suckers. Yeah. Cheers. Be sure to check out our friends, the and what's her name? Twisted, Twisted Sisters. Sisters. Yep. Uh, just Twisty kidding. Sisters. Twisty Sisters. The Inglorious Sisters. The Twisted Pastors. On their Apple Podcast feed, they're yeah. there. So leave them a review as well. Yep. Leave them a review. Tell me you love them. Give him some high fives, give him some money. Josh, thanks for coming up. Being fake, Michael. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Fucking thing sucks. Thanks for being yeah, gone, Michael. <laughs> miss you, miss you, long tail. Yeah, Michael may be back next week. Maybe. Really know. I mean, if he's not, he's it depends just, if he gets into the second level of. Well, he's four. He's four to man. So yeah, pretty much. He he would fit in with those lineups that we always see. Though depends on whether or not he attaches a cord to his ample middle or not between here and there. <laughs> we can really hope he does. I mean, I mean if, we're, if, he, if anybody's going to do that, it's probably going to be Michael. It's let's be honest. Be yeah. All right.